May I help you? Yes. I'm looking for Victor Maitland. Uh, you realize that this is a members-only club. Well, well, here we are. Shall we play a game? I want my MTV. No one only a dollar ninety-nine buys you at Ponderosa right now. Only at Radio Shack. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Welcome to Members Only Studios and Living in the 80s. As usual, I'm Rob, and I've got Matt with me. Hey, everybody. And I've got Dr. Yacht Rock himself, yes. Jim Lawler. Yes. Hey, glad to be back. So, this week, I asked these two gentlemen here for the sole purpose of talking about the year 1987. Whoop, whoop. That was a that was a long time ago, boy. It was a beautiful year. Yeah, it was a beautiful year. All right. <clears throat> I think you realize that twenty twenty seven will be a forty year anniversary, yeah, right? Jeez, oh beat. Why did um, you gotta go and start sorry, off? Like we're starting that? it out there. That's right. Wow. <laughs> if you felt old before, now you're really <laughs> going to. All right, we are going to um, first, gentlemen. Um, Matt, we'll start with you. What were you doing in 1987? <clears throat> well, 87 is a beautiful year because we were seniors. Jim and I both graduated in that year. So it's uh, Hamey High, Hamilton Township. I was, um, doing, uh, I mean, I mentioned this before because, I mean, I, every time I hear 87, I think of our pep rallies, cheerleaders going around, got them all different quadrants by the classes, and we're all like, 87. 87, I don't know why I remember that, but uh, love, I just love the pep rallies, love the senior year, a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it was just, it was just, um, it was just amazing. I mean, school was, uh, school's not good for everybody, but uh, it clicked with me. I dig it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, senior year of high school, uh, summer, you know, it was kind of weird because I didn't really know what I was going to do uh, after after high school. I mean, I really, I, when I graduated, I really didn't know what I was going to do. And uh, I, I think I see I went to like a church camp and stuff and and uh, kind of, it's kind of there to finalize. I was thinking about going to a college, uh, uh, a Bible college in Circleville, and I didn't know if I was going to go and I really didn't even firm that up until after, I mean I was it's kind of in the back of my head but uh, it was probably that summer where we finalized it and uh ended up going down to Circleville Bible College uh that that fall what's Ohio Christian University now which sounds a heck of a lot very cooler. highfalutin yeah I mean Circleville <laughs> Bible College was like a glorified high school uh which, you know, how, how many buildings were on campus back then Back then, there was uh, two dorms, campus center, library, cafeteria, like five or six, maybe six buildings. So I drive by there just the other day. Yeah. And, of course, we used to do our church camps and stuff there, been yeah, around there good time. forever. And I, I, I look over, which I, I you know, I've I kind of seen it evolve. My daughter right. graduated from there in 2012-ish, something like that. And I, I look over and I'm like, oh my gosh, because I flash back to the old days. Oh yeah. And it's just amazing 
Oh, yeah. you know, it's still a small college by you know university standards, right? But compared to the oh, it was to the very minuscule <coughs> six building campus that it was. This is oh yeah, I mean it, it was it was tiny, but it was cool though because I mean, you know, for I mean for me, I mean I got to play four years of college basketball. Nice. I mean we travel the country. Collegiate athlete. I'm a I am a four year collegiate. I'm a college. I'm a captain. I mean I owned. <laughs> Didn't get paid anything for it, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so I obviously wouldn't have done that at a high. Maybe you should university. have went to Alabama or someplace. You could have got paid great. Could have should have, yeah. yeah. See, mm-hmm. but yeah, so going to going to uh, college uh, was uh, uh, roommate Keith. Me and Keith Madden, we got a room together down there, and uh, I bet that was like Animal House. That was the beginning of Shenanigan City. Uh, we we. Uh, there were some good times down there. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a great window of opportunity for. I mean, because we were, we were pretty much idiots to begin with, and you put us in the same room to live together. Uh, I remember a piece of cheese that made it on a radiator, and it lasted for I don't know two and a half years. That was pretty awesome. I mean, that thing nice. chiseled. We wouldn't like don't touch it. Don't touch don't the touch cheese. The cheese. <laughs> isn't that uh, in there? Isn't there a movie like that? It was the. Uh... <laughs> One of these kids' movies. Well, no, they they throw cheese on faces now yeah. on the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like on a radiator, and it you just, guys were the that was the origin story. Of the cheese. Yeah, it might have been, might have been, the Genesis story. Yeah, nice. So yeah, I mean, it, so eighty seven was great. I mean, it was uh, it was the, the I mean, you go that's a big wide range of going from like the top of the food chain in a high school to being the the runts and the. You know, that's a lot to take in for one year, you know, going from up top to being the, the low man on totem pole. Mm. But, uh, gosh, it was great. Nice. Love me some 87, baby. Love me some 87. Jim, what were you doing? So, uh, well, we knew, I knew Matt mm-hmm. uh, loosely yeah. through some friends. Um, I went, I grew up here in Columbus and went to a small Christian school, Heritage Christian so, uh, which we graduated with 11 other people. And uh, so 87, coincidentally, was the last year that they were in existence. Oh, really? So I always like to say, yeah, you know, they just couldn't uh, survive. Buddy, buddy, buddy cried a river because he had to change schools for a senior year. Yeah. Like 88, I, I did think. feel bad for those kids. Yeah, because yeah. we were all friends. And, you know, they did have to kind of uproot and change. But uh, so in 86, I got to back up into the the uh, crappy year of 86. Okay. But uh, I went in the Army in 86 at 17 and uh, did my basic training between oh, wow. junior and senior year. So I came back a little bit of a different person. Um, wow. So, yeah, I played basketball, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. broke my leg during the senior year and Sweet. Um, had to kind of sit out the remainder, but uh, still got to hang with the team. So that was a big part of, part of high school. Uh, and then went back... I think I had a few weeks off and then went back um, in the summer to uh, San Antonio and was I had training as a combat medic, so which was kind of cool. Um, and so, you know, we'll probably unpack this a little bit, but a lot of the memories from school and even from the Army uh, were, were like music. So some of the, probably some of the songs that we'll mm-hmm. go over. So it's that was a big part of my youth. and uh, Absolutely. Made great friends and... Um, <coughs> Yeah, shut the shut the school down. 
Shut it down. Shut it down. After you guys, they couldn't so we take can't, it. We anymore. can't handle it after those, uh, you know. Those, you guys uh, broke the school. 87 we kids. broke the school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? I think we did, we did actually, you know, one teacher, I think we did break her. Uh, this was before 87. Oh. But she, she had my son. She taught my son at, at uh, Worthington Christian. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, at the time, her last name was Gillibrand. But. Uh, I think we were just so mischievous. She she just came out of bachelor's uh, degree and and taught, did one year with us, and then went back and got her master's. So she decided she didn't want more, any part of that. I need more schooling. Yeah, she's she's awesome though. She taught my son. We've we've been on a trip, a missions trip together at one point. Oh neat. So it was kind of cool. neat to see that full circle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we talked last week, a couple weeks ago. So I knew Matt. Prior to '87, mm-hmm. and I knew I knew Jim. I knew Jim in that era, like '85, '86, '87 ish, like yeah. through friends and back and forth. We we became closer later, but but yeah, I knew him. He's like one of those just those cool guys you run into at Cardo's. It's like, hey, that's right. Jim. So you know, you'd sit down and have a pizza with. Him. Yeah, they, they, that's that's <clears throat> what you did. Or well, you tried we, to we, kick him off the Gallagher game. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it it didn't take long to kick me off the Gallagher game. <laughs> we we went to um tested that uh, to, to yeah. Penn's Mechanical the other day, and we're playing these games and stuff. And I was pretty respectable at Centipede. I got my name nice. up there three times yeah, on the board. Good. But then it come to Gallagher. Like I had my three men gone in like it was, a minute. It was hard <laughs> it was to watch. I, re- I was at Cardo's, uh, you know, the local uh, pizza place where mm-hmm. we probably all did meet at one point. Yeah. And and I forget Rick Mahaney, I think was it. Do you guys know him? He went to uh, mm-hmm. taught me the the secret to beating Galaga. You just run. All you do is just run. What? For like a half hour, and then the re- then they don't shoot at you the rest of the game, and then you just you know you get to level twenty five. <laughs> Huh. Now it takes like three hours, so yeah. if you don't have anything else to do, you can. Uh, you can well, that's the good thing about pins is you don't have to spend any money. Oh yeah, yeah, they're free. Everything's so free. Yeah, so, so we were we were li- yeah. we were living the dream. We, we were, were the '80s flashback this week. We were playing yeah, the so. '80s music Dads. videos and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was good stuff. Got a little joust. Played. You remember joust? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. I was Dragon's Lair came out around that time too. Right? Yeah, I think it did. I think it was '87. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Remember that? That, was remember. Like, that seems like an obscure game to me. Really? So, yeah. Dude, that was oh, like a so cartoon. It was groundbreaking. Yeah, it was like, they're like real people. <laughs> That's what it was like. So at, at one point the other day, me and Matt are like playing games, and I beat him like five different video games in a row. It's like, well, what do you want to get beat at now? See, that's I don't remember it that way. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember it that way. <laughs> Yeah, but that might be. It's, I, I, it started with that wrestling game. You beat we, me, then I beat you. We did a wrestling game. I beat game. you in Donkey Kong. I beat you at Popeye. I beat I, you. I, I can't remember. remember. How many you know what's different than you. this? The, the generations recently is that we had to actually go out and get pizza to to play those games. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. now you don't even have to leave. You know, you leave your house. Oh you no, know, you're no. sitting around in your mom's basement for. There it is. Thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. So kids. <laughs> so in '87, I was working at Auto Body Supply. I was a paint mixer uh, for auto paints. Um, I had a girlfriend who I ended up getting engaged to at the end of 87. Hmm. And um, so I I went to Myrtle Beach for the first time in the summer of 87. There you go. Had a good time there. uh, So here's an interesting fact about 1987. So we're at Myrtle Beach, right? And went with uh, my, my then girlfriend and her family. And uh, they were filming the movie Shag there with uh, Phoebe Cates and 
uh, Bridget Fonda was in it, and um, Annabeth, Annabeth Gish, um, they were in it. And I may or may not have made out with Phoebe Cates. Here we go. <laughs> may or may not have done go. that. But uh, but we had a chance to be you know extras in the movie because like there are a few big crowd scenes. Sweet. But um, we were. This was like in uh, uh, North Myrtle, and we we're staying in South Myrtle, or the other way around. And then uh, her mom did not feel like carting us all the way down there not and cool, did not man. want me to drive her car. Not so cool. So I, I had my chance to be discovered in Hollywood. You could, I'm thinking and that. I just, you know. But then we might not but be I, here but I, but I may or may not have made out with Phoebe Cates. Right, right. May or may not. I think you were probably watching her in slow motion more than uh, <laughs> And out. Jim didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's kind of where we were in 87. Yes. We're going to take a brief break here, and we're going to come back and talk about what the rest of the world was doing in 1987. So hang on, and we will see you in a second. Thank you for listening to Living in the 80s. We want to take this opportunity to thank all of those that helped make this possible. First and foremost, we want to thank Anchor for providing this platform for us to share this podcast. We also want to thank Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TunedIn Radio, and about a dozen others. We also want to give a special thank you to Star1079.com and Roundtown Radio, where you can hear this podcast weekly. Also, be sure to check us out at our website at livinginthe80s.us and, of course, on our Facebook page, Living in the 80s. Thanks, and back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, we are now going to dive right into 1987. So... Uh, we, we've got, first of all, like we have been doing the last several weeks, we are going to talk about like what things cost in, in 1987. So what did you guys spend most of your money on in 1987? Gas. Gas. Movies. Movies, you know. Video games. Yeah. At that point, I, I didn't play a ton of them. I, I don't not so much. I would maybe play like with my brother on the Nintendo yeah. or something once in a while, but yeah, not a not a ton. Cassettes. Cassettes. Columbia House. Oh man, I tell you what, I, I did that <laughs> so many times. Yeah. I would like do it under different names. I would have like ten or fifteen uh, tapes coming in any given week. <laughs> so, you guys yeah, are so absolutely. shady. It's shady. You guys are shady. <laughs> so shady. Till the bills come due and they send yeah. you, you know, <laughs> Stevie Nicks cassettes every other. That's great. So um, in 1987, we're going to do a little quiz here. Uh, our president was Ronald Reagan. George Bush was the vice president. And if you were to buy a, um, a gallon of gas in 1987, what do you think it cost? Well, well, I'm looking at the the answer, and this is the price I remember. Uh, it was eighty nine cents a gallon. Eighty nine cents a gallon. <clears throat> and and but that's what I remember because a couple of years ago mm-hmm. on the you know, eighty four eighty five, it was like a dollar. twenty. Yeah, dollar twenty. Yeah. And and I was going. I don't remember. I thought I could have swore like in you know my junior senior year that it was under a buck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was always you mm-hmm. know eighty ninety or something like that. 
and uh, I think it was a two years ago they had the price of the the barrel dropped or something, and, and that's what reflected on gas prices. Didn't know anything about that back yeah. then. You'd think it'd be more now, right? Yeah, if that's you would what think. it was there. Yeah. But no. Okay. What about uh, a gallon of milk? You can go get your Fruit Loops, get your milk. Big bowl cereal Saturday Buck morning. Buck Fitty. Buck Fitty. Two bucks. Two dollars and twenty-eight cents. Two twenty-eight. Yeah. Two twenty-eight. Which seems a little high to me, because I, yeah. I like I remember it being like a dollar ninety-nine or something in the yeah, I remember, into the nineties. I remember drinking yeah. a lot of. It's supposed milk. to be California milk. I drink a lot of milk as a kid. I don't drink milk hardly at all anymore. I hardly ever drink milk. I, I drink milk with my cereal. Like I'm still a small child. Yeah. This morning, my breakfast was Captain Crunch. There it is. Yeah. Okay. And I've mm. got I've got a I've got a box of fruity pebbles in the chamber. Getting ready to tear that baby up. Oh shoot! Captain Crunch's got about one bowl left. Well, what's, what's your best cereal? I mean, if you <sighs> have, if you can have one cereal forever, the rest of your life, that's it. Only one. Where are you going? What are you doing? What are you doing, Doc? Mine would be an old man cereal. Here we go. Yeah, it'd be like oatmeal squares. Oh what? Oh <laughs> what? I'm telling you, that's I not a cereal. Like this, I, you know, I don't know if it were chocolate. Maybe cocoa pebbles. Cocoa pebbles, the chocolatey. Cocoa, yeah, the chocolatey okay. stuff. All yeah, right, I like that. that's yeah, good. Cocoa stuff. puffs. Okay, I could yeah. take that, but yeah, I don't know. I, I dig, I dig the cocoa puffs. Uh, I, I'm a fruity pebble kind of guy. Okay. You love me the fruity pebbles. I love them. They're great. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They make them in bars now. In bars, yeah, yeah you yeah. take them on the go. Yeah. Oh yeah, with a little marshmallowy. Yeah. Give me some apple. Give me some apple jacks though, and oh, just apple. if you're in the mood, good big bowl. Oh. Now see, apple jacks. I used to love apple jacks as a kid. They were like a little more cinnamony than they yeah. are now. Yeah. Like every once in a while, I get some apple jacks. I'm like, hmm. kind of like uh, um, Frankenberry. Uh, they used to be a little more strawberry e. Yeah. Than they are now. They kind of yeah. I feel like the cereal not as much strawberryness in the the cereal industry missed the window because they could have like made a box where it was like watertight and you could just flat the seals down, pour the milk right in the box mm-hmm. and eat that. Well, they, you ever, mm-hmm. Those miniature boxes. The miniature. You ones, would tear them open yeah. and you would do it that way, but you would make a mess. <laughs> but we're talking. I did like big, sugar smacks though. Oh, oh those oh. are good. Yeah, I Super, get those they're sometimes. off the market though, right? Super yeah. sugar no, smacks. They're still there. Oh. Yeah, they had some problems. They're now called Honey Smacks. Oh, and then and then Super Sugar Crisp is now Golden Crisp. There it is. Like, what's wrong with what's wrong with the, the word sugar? Mm. Why does it scare them so much? It's we cancel it. it it's cancel it's culture cancel on culture. cereal. We lost that. <laughs> I think we've done that. So if, if I had to pick one, Golden Grams is one that I love. Okay, I would take that one. Um, gosh, it depends. Like I go down the cereal aisle. I'm like a cinnamon small kid. life. I like cinnamon. Yeah. That's good. No, that's I, a crossover. I, okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. bridge. It's a bridge to adulthood, right there. Yeah. Cinnamon checks. Those are newish. Mm-hmm. Those are good. I remember when I first ate rice checks, and I kept thinking, "Ooh, I can't do this because this is an old people thing." Yeah, loved it. Yeah. I love rice checks. Put some Worcestershire oh, sauce on there. I don't bake even, them up. I don't. I don't know where you're Chex going. Checks mix. Worcestershire. Oh yeah. Say it again. Worcestershire. <laughs> He's saying it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, that I've is never a very commonly Chex. screwed up word. Right? Yeah. You've never made checks? Not, not with the, the stuff I buy the Chex mix in the bag already. Yeah, I know. It's not late. the same, though. you got to get it, like, soggy with that. So I don't... I don't See, I, I'm not sure you're really soggy. speaking truth right now. I think I, I, just, I'm telling you. In I think a big bag of peanuts I think you're just saying stuff. No, I get the peanuts. I get all that. Mixing. Yeah. Maybe something to shake on there. But I don't know about a liquid. 
Pour some milk on it? No, I'm just no. <laughs> that's kind of weird now. I like Frosted Flakes a lot. That's 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 a good one. But I think my, my go-to might, because like right now it's pretty fresh, is Captain Crunch. Yeah. Remember like Quisp? Mm. Did you guys ever eat that? Or King I Vitamin? Mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We did a whole episode. We did a whole podcast on breakfast cereals. Oh, did you really? Yeah, back in like I don't remember that one. March or April wow. last year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's, uh, it, to me, I feel like a kid again. Every time I get a good bowl of oh, cereal, yeah. I do feel like a kid. So one thing that's kind of cool, and you know, you could probably watch them whenever you want to, but MeTV now has, like, Bugs Bunny on Saturday mornings. Yeah, yeah, that's good Which stuff. is, you know, because I'm a kid anyway, like, I will sit in front of the TV, not every Saturday, but some Saturdays I will, get my Cap'n Crunch or whatever, watch uh, watch the cartoons. As you should. And, nice. dude, I tell you what, I, I'm i like in a time warp for just, a, just a brief moment. I'm like, man. Yeah, <laughs> and then then things creak when I stand up, and it's all she wrote. So. Mm. It's all over. It stinks. So, all right, man, we can talk about cereals all day, but we won't. Rabbit um, let's talk about what. How much was a um, a postage stamp? Mm. I know it's in the twenties. I'm not gonna look. Take, Fifteen cents. I think it's twenty. Twenty-two. 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 I knew it went somewhere in that area. Yes. 22 senior year. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, everything else seems really weird here. It's how much, according to this, a new home was one hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. Wait, what? Yeah. Like That's I, not... I know that that like we bought our first house like in ninety-seven, and we didn't pay nearly that much for it. Right. So yeah, I think I think this may be California pricing too. So, so th- that's what stuff costs. Come. We're going to go now into, like, the news events. Like, what was going on in the world? Well, I, I, the senior year was the first year that we saw uh, Bart and Homer mm-hmm. in The Simpsons. They, they, that might be something reserved for the TV part of the conversation, Matt. <laughs> it's under factual information. That was headline news right there. It was under headline news. It was headline news. Don't make me go all Jason Peitzmeyer. I'm going to edit this out later because right. I don't like the way you guys are talking about uh, me right now. You know now. what? I, I threw it out there. I'm not going <laughs> to stop until we're done. Where, where, where did it first start, start out at? Where, the where, Tracy Ullman The show. Tracy Ullman show. I'll tell you one, and it's it's not on, uh, it wasn't on my research, mm-hmm. but firsthand I remember um, Libya. Okay. In the summer, there was a Gaddafi, you know, there oh, was a Gaddafi, whole, yeah. yeah, there was a, there was a whole blow up because <clears throat> I was finishing training as a combat medic and there was some fear of us getting called up. Oh, wow. So that one kind of, you know, cause usually when you're 18, you're not really paying attention to world events, right? You know, right. you had the, right. the stock about Friday market night. Cla- uh, crash in like October of that year, but that one was a little bit, luckily it I don't know. Blew over, or we we made too much of it, but you know we didn't end up doing anything. But yeah. Hmm. The uh, when was the stock market crash? When October. October. Huh. In uh, on May fourth of nineteen eighty seven, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that Rotary clubs must admit women. Well, all hmm. day. So the old codgers <laughs> meetings get broken up by some women. Imagine that. Those mm. poor guys. I bet. I bet you they. A lot of them were ticked off. Like, oh, you know can it. we go nowhere without these women? <laughs> Crazy. Well, uh, Germany. R- Ronald Reagan had his famous, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That was the the big yeah. famous Reagan speech there. Yeah. Uh, 
kind of ending the Cold War, uh, the Cold War there in Germany. It's pretty cool. That's a a famous moment for him, I think, in in the oh, yeah. history of uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Let's um, see what else was there. Jim uh, Baker. Oh, that was the huge. TV preacher. Remember Jim and Tammy? She would get on there with all of her pine piles and pounds of makeup on and. She would cry and they'd get money. And what, what was the, they had like a the theme PTO park. PTO club. Yeah, PTO, they had a yeah. theme park. Uh, Heritage was, USA or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, and Charlotte. Yeah, and they had like a, they had basically Disney for, for a, God. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was an we. It's funny, after, uh, a couple years after that went down, um, we were down in that area and drove by there. And it looked like a ghost town. It was so sad. Dude, it's, it's trivia because, I mean, they were, in, in the church world, they were so huge, at least in TV. And, and that was all new, you know. I mean, seeing church stuff on TV, uh, you know, at, at that, at the amount that they was on. I mean, it was just, I mean, they were just, uh, I, I think they were just swindling some old ladies out of their, their monthly checks. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was yeah. pretty sad. So it all fell down because Jim Baker had uh, inappropriate relations with Jessica Hahn, who was his secretary at the That's time. That's right. And she went on to, after her affair with Jim, went on to pose for Playboy, and she dated Sam Kennison for a while. And, wow. And uh, Jessica she, she Hahn. Was, she That's was like right. a train wreck. So good yeah. job, Jim Baker. He created. Uh, but here, here's the cool thing, though. Very cool. So after he, I think he ended up being in prison. He was in prison for a while. For, was it embezzlement or mm-hmm. misappropriated funds with the ministry and stuff? And I saw a, a documentary thing on him. Oh, it's probably been 10 years ago now. But he he was ministering to like people in prison and homeless people. Like he had a legitimate ministry living like a pauper, but they're interviewing him, and he, like, he was just loving what he was doing. And oh, that's awesome. Life. Yeah. I'm like, you know, good for him. Back then, man, boneheaded mistakes, but kind of glad you got to be able to make up for it. Piece of work. All right, what else was going on? Uh, that uh, 87 was the first year they used DNA in a court case, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, sad news for all the, um, you know, the felons out there who are trying to commit crime, and uh, found a way to get around the whole fingerprint thing because that was all they really used before that. Now they're doing this, you know, scientific DNA and just it made hard. It made crime harder. You know what I'm saying? It really. Oh yeah. If you're gonna go into a life of crime, it just it was a game changer. You read up your game. You know. So it was a. Then you've seen a lot of acquittals, kind of disproving. Oh yeah, you're right. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Speaking of of scandals in 1987, uh, Gary Hart, who was uh, a presidential candidate and congressman, uh, had an affair with Donna Rice. Mm. He dropped out of the race and never to be heard from again, pretty much. So, yeah. Interesting. And I don't know at what point Jimmy Swaggart had an affair with somebody, too. Like, so... Everybody was getting caught. <laughs> Seems these, like. these are things that I think were always going hey, it on. 80s, right? It was the eighties, you know. Yeah. It was, you know, it was literally a fifty-seven hour news cycle. Like you'd hear about it fifty-seven hours later. <laughs> it would stick around for another fifty-seven. So Uncle Jesse came around in uh, eighty-seven. Uncle right? Jesse. 
Right? Full House. Are we, are Full he, house. he jumped that's on TV. That's not news. He, no, that's TV. That's uh, yeah. TV. You're breaking protocol, yeah. man. Oh, Come man. on. Who does that? I don't get the segue. Who does that? We will let you have it. We'll, we'll, we'll let you. Uh, we'll let all right. Go. Here's news. Let me, let me back up off okay. of Full House. There you go. This is deeper. Okay. AZT was developed for AIDS. Really? Oh, that's right. Yes, year. correct, correct. And uh, really was a game changer because you think about Magic Johnson, and that was wasn't until '91. But I mean, he's, right? I mean, right. that was a big deal. Yeah. It, there were a lot of side effects with it. Sorry, I don't want to get too. No, no, go but, right uh, ahead. This but, is news. Um, you know, it was sort of the foundation of what the newer treatments have all been based on. So, that nice. um, was pretty cool. Well, well, growing up in our, our high school years, I mean, we were hearing about this AIDS epidemic or whatever they, yeah. the word they use for it and it was it seemed kind of like wow if you get that you're dead you yeah know, if you get that you're gonna die you yeah. know for years that's what it was and there were a lot of just false things going around about how it spread you know mm-hmm. people wouldn't get near you know a kid that, oh yeah know, they would like oh it was a brian something white brian, brian white, white. Dan, is it brian white yeah the little kid that had or brian. adam ryan white yeah brian yeah, yeah. white yeah he was like the first, like a, like a, I don't know, a famous AIDS yeah. patient or whatever. He did the That's What Friends Are For song about, you know, a lot of the yeah, money with the AIDS research. Yeah, a lot of that had to be overcome. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, there you go. There you Got go. Got away from the full house. See, that was a good. Back to the yeah. news. So he, Also, Prozac come out in 87. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not focused. See? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get his fix today. Yeah. So here's something interesting for you, Matt. What do you got? Uh... 50,000 people gather at Graceland on Elvis' 10th year anniversary of his death. There it is. Yeah. Nice. See that? That's a beautiful... It's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful Elvis, place. Elvis is our, is our resident Elvis we, fan. I love me Matt, some Matt Elvis. Matt is our huge Elvis fan. So. Fat Elvis or... I'm a Elvis. fan of all Elvises. I'm part... I, I like the fat guy. I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I think uh, he gets a lot of uh, a rough way to go when he put the weight on, but... Uh, I'll take some. It's more of the outfits, I think. Yeah, yeah I could have done without the outfits. Easy. I, I was more of a Easy. fan of the the young, early Blue Moon of Kentucky Elvis. There you go. Sort of had the rockabilly thing going on. There you, know, you go. Had Nothing. not got that level of fame yet. Like I liked him throughout, but my favorite era Elvis is that young Elvis. And what he made like about uh. 650 movies in like three months or something. Yeah, something like that. It's like, I like, uh, I like Little Elvis. You like Little Lily? Elvis? Lily? <laughs> well, that's all paper. That's that's way too big, man. Who needs a salt shaker that big? Man, that thing's huge. Man, that's huge. That's one of the best. That's good stuff right there. Um, all right, so the, who cares about news now? We've, we've gone through news. Let's talk about sports. We're all sports fans. Okay. Ooh. So, um, who and I'll hear quiz time, guys. Who was the um, who won Super Bowl twenty two hmm. in uh, in nineteen eighty seven? I think it's for the nineteen eighty seven season. Oh man! I want to say the Steelers. No, that's way off. Oh, anything? I mean, I'd guess Forty ers but did uh, they win it? No, they did. No, that's a better guess. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Rice was the That's NFL right. MVP that year, but it was the Washington Redskins defeating Doug the Williams. Denver Broncos. Yes, oh, yes, Doug that. Williams was the MVP of the Super Bowl, and that was uh, that was good stuff. Uh, who won the college football national championship? Oof. Think of one of the most hated programs ever. That you just Alabama. want to punch in the face. Alabama, Michigan. Well, besides <laughs> Alabama and Michigan, think ACC South. 
uh, Miami. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Punks. We do hate them. <sighs> and, you know, it's funny. Boy, we're all big Buckeye them. fans here. And in, in 2002, won the national title. And, and Miami fans are still crying about that pass interference call. You can watch that thing a hundred times. It's still pass interference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crying out. Like Cowboy Craig. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Great fans. Um, Heisman Trophy was won by Tim Brown that year. Uh, let's see. Moving on to basketball. Who were the NBA champs that year? Hmm. Lakers. Well, it's either, it's either you are right. It was the Lakers. Was, it was it's the always Lakers, Celtics, or yeah. yeah. Lakers defeated the Celtics. Um, NBA MVP was Magic Johnson. And who were the NCAA national yeah, champions? Yeah, I knew you were going to get to this. Yeah. I see NC it. State? No. I see it here, and I think I would have guessed this right away. Really? Uh-huh. Houston? No. I, I'll give you a hint. Their coach is a former Ohio State basketball player. Hmm. hmm. Drawing a blank. I ignored coaches in 87. Not this one you didn't. You couldn't. He'd throw a chair at you if you did. Oh, Indiana. Indiana. Yes, oh. exactly. Oh. <laughs> I knew you guys would get it. Oh, that's funny. But that was around the time, right? That I, It's somewhere in the 80s, right? NC State and Houston. At, uh, oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's Patrick a Ewing, there, you know, all those. Ralph Sampson yeah. and those guys. Oh, all right. Maybe some stuff. All right. right. So now we'll go on to baseball. Um, oh, you probably won't get this one. Um, the World Series champs. With the Minnesota Twins. Huh. That's yeah. unusual. Yep. Um, they beat the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, the National League MVP was Andre Dawson. The Rookie of the Year was Benito Santiago. They That's listed him here say. as a pitcher, but he was a catcher for the Padres. Uh, let's see. Great rookie, uniforms. Rookie of the Year was Mark <laughs> McGuire. All oh, those brown and gold yeah. ones. Yeah, those Andre were... Dawson and the Expos. Those were great, oh, too. Oh, those were great. Gary Carter, get up mm-hmm. there, all dirty. Man, those were good uniforms. I, I, I miss the Montreal Expos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So the Nationals is still, I mean, they might be a good team. All they want to be, but uh, they're, they're good fun. All right, so we are going to um, now take a um, brief timeout. And we're going to be back talking about TVs and movies of 1987. Stay tuned. Has Wayne Newton split with his wife and hit the jackpot with his new romance? Inquiring minds want to know. I want to know. Can you lose weight by switching from celery to sweets? This week's National Enquirer tells you. How can you put office troublemakers in their place? What curse of death and disaster haunts the Super Bowl? It's in the Inquirer. What bizarre surprises popped up on Caroline's wacky honeymoon? Find out in the Inquirer. Over 100 features for people with inquiring minds. Like me. Welcome back to 1987. So we are going to go through TV and movies from 87. And uh, just kind of give us your thoughts on these shows here. We'll just go through the top ten. Number one... Kind of no surprise for 1987. It's the Cosby Show. The Cosby Show. Again, still number one. Still. Yeah. So doing this podcast a lot, the Cosby Show comes up a lot when we're talking about like TV shows. And uh, one of the things we've we've mentioned before is how uh, if you watch TV, you probably watched the Cosby Show in the 80s, and 
And it's it's a shame how his legacy is so tainted because of what he did, you know, right. several years later. But but at the time, that show was very entertaining. Um, Bill yeah. Cosby kind of, for all of his flaws, really knew how to uh, entertain people, knew what they wanted. Yeah. Um, had this... Uh, this this family, I think they were in Philadelphia, weren't they? Is that where the show was supposed to have taken so. place? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he was a he's a gynecologist, which in hindsight, yeah, maybe not. Maybe was he a gynecologist? I think he was. Yeah, wasn't he always delivering babies and stuff? I thought so. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, maybe that's why you won't see reruns too much. There it is. Thinking of Bill Cosby as your gynecologist might be a little, mm. a little scary. <laughs> All right. So, any thoughts on the Cosby Show, gentlemen? Other than you what know, I just said, I think it's one of those shows that uh, evolved well. Like they added new cast members. That's probably yeah. why it was on top for so long. You yeah. know, then it had spinoffs. It was probably one of the first ones that had spinoffs, yeah. right? Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think they sort of had a good formula for keeping it fresh. They always over had the, years. the cute little kid. Uh, you know, Raven was, yeah. was the the cutie for a while. Though, when she kind of Got older. Oh, she's not so cute. No, oh, it, no it was, it was Rudy was the cute one. Well, but she got older, and then Raven came in because she was the stepdaughter. Um, yeah, one. Yeah, one. Yeah, there was of, a cute of, one. Of Daphne, I think was her name. Daphne, the daughter. Is it Daphne? Yeah, she was the oldest daughter that wasn't like. Oh yeah, she's yeah, only yeah, on yeah. sporadically. Yeah, right, right, then right. later, when Lisa Bonet left, she right. had her on there more. Yeah, but the the one, one of them was cute for a while. Then when she kind of aged out of cuteness. They brought in another one. You yeah. Know, that's pretty Kind of like Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch once Bobby and Cindy started getting older. Yeah, let's bring in Cousin yeah. Oliver. Let's bring in the most obnoxious little round-faced kid we can find. So yeah. Was Lisa Bonet on the second show? The, the, let's listen yeah. Here, different World, yeah. right? She yeah. Went and, uh, we'll transition right in. What's well, yeah. number yeah. two show, Jim? A Different World. With Lisa world. Bonet and that other guy. The uh, uh, Wayne, Wayne Wade. Dwayne Wayne, yeah. not Dwayne yeah, Wade. That's the basketball, yeah, the basketball player. player. Dwayne Wayne with yeah. his flip up glasses. The flip up glasses. Did that you guys was, have those? I I thought he was cool. Mm. I thought they were cool. No, I never had a pair of flip up gotcha. glasses. That that that's where we first ran into uh, Marissa Tomei. She really? was a cast member on that show. Mm, interesting. Yeah, another girl I dated briefly. Here we go. Yeah, here we so, go. Uh, don't mean to name drop, but well, you know. I mean. It might as well. Pretty awesome. Aunt May. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Different World, spinoff of The Cosby Show. Uh, basically, um, Lisa Bonet's character, what was her name on the show, on The Cosby Show? Oh, man. Kathy. Know. We'll say Kathy. We'll say Kathy. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she, she graduated high school, went on to college, went to an all-black college. It was Hillman College. I can remember that, but I can't remember her name of a show that I watched just about every week. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Do you know what movie she made uh, in 1987? Uh, was it Poison Ivy or something like that? Angel you're Heart. At, I was going to say, oh, you're asking wow. like you do. Oh, look at yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I only remember because it somewhat knowledge. traumatized me. What is that? It was uh, like a voodoo type New Orleans. Oh. Yeah. A little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Was not PG. I don't believe. <laughs> she did play Denise Huxtable. Denise. Yes. Denise, not yeah. Kathy. So fun but, fact. But Denise and Kathy, very, very similar. Yeah. Very so similar. 
kind of modern TV alert for you guys. So, did you guys ever watch the the movie High Fidelity with John Cusack? Oh, love it! One of my favorite movies. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yes. So, as, as you remember, Lisa Bonet played like his hookup. Yeah. So he hooked up with her during the movie. So flash forward to like 19, or 2020, and they did like uh, Hulu did a series like they redid High Fidelity, but made it a, a series like kind of ten episodes or whatever uh, of season one. And um, it's it's the, the there's a female that plays the John Cusack character. So the girl is like Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz's daughter. So, oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, kind of neat. It's it's actually pretty good. Pretty good show. Because I'm such a fan of the movie, I you know I had to at least check the show out. Right. Found myself actually liking it. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, that could yeah. I think that yes yes. You're right. Look at you, Look Jim. At I only just... know that because my wife mentioned her today. <laughs> really? <That's... laughs> yeah. I don't know where that gets out. Of out, of, out of left field, yeah. she re- mentions her, and on go. the podcast, that knowledge is in your brain. Yeah. Very See? nice. Well, who, who don't who don't sit around and talk about Zoe Kravitz? You know, I, mean, I think it's she. She was in uh, Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potter. Movies. Was she? Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, the uh, the America one. What is it? Fantastic Beasts. Oh she yeah, was yeah, minister, yeah, 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 American yeah. Minister of Magic. Ah. according to my wife. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let so, me footnote this. Also, if, yes. if Renee says it, wrong, it must be true. <laughs> Let's footnote that fact. Jim's a smart man. He doesn't argue with her, do you? That's right. Exactly. All right. Number three. Let him have it, Matt. Uh, my list says cheers. Is that what you're saying? That's what my list says okay. as well. Yeah. Cheers it is. We yes. Always in the top five. I mean, uh, we, uh, we'll, ask you, we'll ask you what we ask everyone. Uh, Diane or Christy? Diane. Really? really? You're the first. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're thinking that know. we're thinking that era, Kirstie Alley. Yeah, not, not okay. The... All right, yeah. I'm no, not no, no, tainted no, no. by hey. that. No, hey, hey, you guys stay on, on it. <laughs> your answer's your answer. If you like her, you like her. Yeah. I mean, Diane's got... Sam liked her. Yeah. You know, I mean, can't be that bad. Yeah. And Sam was the man. Sam was the man. I think everybody wanted to be Who Sam. Who did Sam pitch for? The Red Sox. The Red Sox, Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, number four. The uh, Golden Girls. Oh, the beauties. Yeah, the Golden Girls. It's my wife's show. She loves that. It's not yeah. bad. I, I, mean, I yeah. like Maud. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. yeah. yeah then there's good. Maud. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her name wasn't Maud right in the show. Right? I don't know uh-huh. what her name uh-huh. was. Yeah. I was around a lot of old people when I was young, and so I ended up watching <laughs> you know, some of these Murder, things, She right? Wrote, yeah. Matt So Lock it was like and... somewhat comforting. Colombo, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm in the exact same boat. I mean, my my parents were, were much older, and uh, and it's yeah. I, I grew up watching Perry Mason, Matlock, all those kind of shows. So Matt just turns on me TV and just dude, I'm in heaven. I'm I am home. It transports me back for for real. It's uh, no, there's no no question there. That's for sure. All right, so we do have different lists, but. It just kind of flip flop some things here. So my number four was Growing Pains. Mm. Oh yeah. So you know, That's five, uh, yeah. Lisa Welchel and uh, Nancy McEwen were the biggest stars on there. What? Uh, no, that, I'm thinking of what, facts of life. I'm thinking of facts of life. Well, you yeah. just pulled some facts just, of life. Man. This is, uh, well, this is Kirk Cameron. Wah, wah, left, wah, left behind. Yeah. Yes. What well, Lisa Welchel, Kirk Cameron, they're they were our Christian celebrities. They Alan Thick. So yes. Alan Thick, yeah. Robin Thicke's 
daddy. So, yeah. Yeah, did you guys watch this show? I apparently didn't watch it a lot because <laughs> I thought that Tootie was on it. <laughs> I thought Tootie and Nelly was on his puppy. It was all right. Yeah, I remember seeing some. He had a friend named Boner on there, which always made me laugh. Yes. Yes. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Grand yeah. Pizza. Okay. What, what was this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. What was this? Kirk. This is Kirk show. Kirk, Kirk Cameron. Cameron yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, yeah. So the next one uh, looks like Night Court. Yeah, uh, we have Who's the Boss. We got Who's the Boss. Okay. But yeah. But that's yeah, but right before Night Court. But yeah, they're yeah. probably just flip flopped a little yeah. bit there. They're all kind of grouped together. I think Who's the Boss. That was my. That was my first girlfriend, Melissa mm-hmm. Milano, or, yeah. or like the grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, more me, I, I've hung more with Alyssa. Okay, she was my yeah my gal back then. She yeah, was, uh, before she went completely off the rails, crazy. Coo, 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 coo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but boy, back then, hello, hello, Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Night Court, Harry Anderson. Yeah, I didn't get it. Uh, I I watched it because of when it was on. Like it came on after Cheers. Yeah, so I kind of watched it kind of by default, but it didn't really keep my interest like Mm. the other shows did. Good stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who? Uh, sixty minutes. Yeah. Who cares? (laughs) It's the news. Murder. She wrote. Speaking of that's mom and watching TV with mom and dad. Yep. That's absolutely. I got the. There's this. I gotta tell you the story. This was not eighty. I don't know. Maybe in eighty-seven. So I walk in the room, and my dad. You know, he, he was a character. Did you ever meet him? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. He, he grew up in New Jersey. He was just a character and um, taxi cab driver for years. He couldn't drive. I walk he couldn't in the room, drive, said, but he was yeah. a taxi cab driver. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Oh, he used to wreck everything up and down our road. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It was. It was bad. So anyway, I walk in the room and I say, "Hey, what are you watching?" And he's like. This is a program I call Double Dare. And I thought, did you name this program? Or what's, what's happening here? You're just going to call Nickelodeon it? Nickelodeon? Yeah. I just thought it was funny. It's a program I call Double Dare. Why is it called yeah. Double Dare? I don't know. That was the real name of the program. Oh, really? Right? I don't know if it was 87. It was one of those oh. sort of you know murder, mystery, police dramas. Oh. But I was thinking I just it was that it was one from funny Nickelodeon. Yeah. It was kind of funny that uh, you know he got the naming rights. It <laughs> <the>, uh, <laughs> has stuck with me for, for decades. So, yeah, what was number, show, number eight? Well, it's a show I like to call Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little show I watch I call... <laughs> I'm gonna steal that because I, 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 it's just my ownership. You know, I that watch is it. Is funny, and this is what I'm gonna call it. Wow. So yeah, there. Okay, there was That's a funny. show from 1986 to 1988 called Double Dare. There you go. Starring Mark Summers, John Harvey, Robin Morella, and David Shikar. Hmm. Wow. I, I, you know. Well, I don't know. But, the, but that was a game show. It was a game show. <laughs> it's a game show. Right? Yeah. Um, not a murder mystery. Well, no. maybe it really wasn't. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it really wasn't, wasn't called Dare. Double Dare, but <laughs> they didn't like to it. call it Double Dare. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is, that is awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Sounds like a baseball player's name. Yeah. Dick Lawler! <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> the Wonder Years. That was a good show. Yeah. I didn't watch it a lot, but I. Oh, I watched it a ton. I liked it. 
Was that I Fred think it Savage? was like the first. Was that one of the first shows where they had like the narration type presentation? You know where you look probably back that I can remember. You know, I bet my brain right was before that. I, I think you might be right. Yeah. yeah, first I remember. I like that a lot. Me I too. It was pretty good. Yeah. Do you think maybe they stole it from Christmas Story? Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. that went over. It wasn't a show, but it was a movie, and they kind when, of did when did then. Christmas Story come out? Christmas Story came out in '83. Maybe they did. I don't know. I, uh, I like that one a lot. Oh yeah, yeah I, I like. And it will stand by me. Had Richard Dreyfuss doing the narration. That was '86. So I don't know, maybe they all kind of. Were there other? Yeah, it started being oh. a thing. But Dukes of Hazard had narration, but that was. Uh, was that Wayland? It's a whole different kind of narration. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, them Duke boys didn't know what was going to happen. But we have to hold on to your seat yeah, to find out. They're in the middle of the jump. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> It's like every Friday night. The, right? the, the freeze frame eighties. Yeah. It's just, it's almost a blur, but but not in a good way, not in an artistic way. It's you just, just bad describe my Friday night for oh, every <laughs> boys. Oh goodness, uh, Alf. Alf became. I remember when Alf first came out. It was kind of a big deal. Everybody watched Alf. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, you look back, it's so cheesy, so dumb, and and, and even back then, you're thinking, why are we watching, and, but it was, you know, everybody watched Alf. But Didn't he want to eat the cat? Eat yeah, the he wanted cat. to eat the cat. Yeah. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know why why we liked it, maybe because Alf was sort of like a comedian. Yeah, like, but, he, but he's he was, always saying funny stuff, and, and his family was pretty much just... It was just kind of the first, I mean, you know, yeah. it was just, you know, it was different, I guess, yeah. I don't know. And I and I, was, I saw this in some of the toys, an Alf doll back then to buy a brand a talking Alf mm-hmm. in eighty seven. How much do you think that cost? Fifteen bucks. Twenty two. Eighty. Eighty dollars. A talking one, maybe not not the squeezy kind, but the I talking still can't one. see it. That's yeah. crazy. Seventy nine bucks. You got more money than sense. It's crazy. Wow. But that was worth it. Uh, oh, uh, other show on here, moonlighting. Oh yeah, love yeah. moonlighting. Yeah, yeah. You didn't like that. I, I yeah. I don't you didn't like that. Yeah. Come on now, that's that was that was one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that that's a show I always called moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was okay. Yeah. Was you good. know, I don't know. I just think Civil Shepherd. Yeah. So a couple other shows on here: L.A. Law, Matlock, Dear John. Amen. That was a Sherman Helmsley, I believe. Yeah, family Ties is dropping family down ties. to 17. Family yeah. Ties. Was that so near was, the end of the run? I was going to say, it's it on the way been, out. Yeah, yeah, I would think, for it to be that low, because we've had a couple other lists on here. It's been like the number one, two, three, like in that area. And then Hunter is another show. What was Hunter. that? It's a detective show. Yeah. It was like, uh, Fred Dreyer. Like Robert Orich or somebody Wouldn't like that. Wasn't it Fred Dreyer? That could have been. I think it's, it's Fred Dreyer. Player? Yeah, the football player. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was Hunter, baby. Wow, it just it just these shows Program. just kind of come and go, and yeah, Fred Dreyer was Hunter. There, see, I know, I know, my yeah. Hunter. So, all right, now we'll go on to the movies. This will be a little bit more entertaining, I think, than um, than the TV shows, because you know, honestly, and we've talked about this before. In the '80s, we didn't really spend a lot of time in front of the TV, but we went to the movies a lot. So, um. Got the number one movie for 1987. This is like box office gross. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Beverly Hills Cop. Breakdown, shakedown. 
<laughs> you busted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good. Uh, Eddie Murphy ruled the world back then. Like yes, he did. Everything the dude was in was making money. Speaking of which, have you guys seen the Coming to America 2? Very good. I yeah. like it. You didn't watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I've, I, I I've like seen it, it on there. I'm like, i got to watch you this. You should watch it. I keep getting mixed reviews, so... I'm well, sure I'm just I telling will. you, it's good. Just I, I have to, I have to get through Yellowstone first. I, 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 I get like three I episodes that. left. I respect so. that. All right, uh, number two. I think we have a different list. Mm, we got Fatal Attraction. Yeah, Fatal Attraction. Mm. That was pretty good. It's yeah. kind of scary. That, that was um, psychologically. Psycho- yeah, Michael I, Douglas, Glenn Close. He has a one night stand with her, and she stalks him. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's cheating husbands all over the world that watched that movie and went. Huh. Maybe I should. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should not stop do cheating. That. Yeah. Yes. It seems like Michael Douglas maybe played the part of the cheating husband a lot in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, no, you know how much money that made? Fatal Attraction. How much, Matt? A hundred and fifty-six million dollars. Holy cow! Doesn't that seem like that's a lot of money. I remember seeing it in the theater, so I was you know I gave her at least ten bucks, I guess. Wow. Um. Seems like a lot of money. Number three, Platoon. Was that really 87? Yes, it was. It was released wow. on December 19th, 1986. Movie. That yeah. was a great movie. Yeah, it was. Great movie. Yeah, I remember seeing that one right when it came out. That was, that was wow. kind of cool. Here's a good one. Uh, number four, Three Men and a Baby. Is it? Mm. Is it good? Yeah. Back then it was. Yeah. I mean, I liked it then. Ted Danson, Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to yeah. raise a baby. Steve I think Steve it, it, Gutenberg's it, it, fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had Police Academy and Cocoon, so yeah, he, he, had, he had about a good three, four year run there. He had a good run. He was. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He was on the Goldbergs recently. Yeah, yeah he was. Mm. And they they had an episode talking about Cocoon, and he's got a recurring role in there as a teacher. And uh, Adam goes to him. He's going like, I want to take my grandpa to see this movie. And he goes, I hear it's garbage. <laughs> he's one of the stars. So. That's funny. It's just, That's a good show. Yes, yes. Uh, number five. I know we'll agree on this one. The Untouchables. That was good. That oh, was that's good. so good. I, th- I think that's the first time I, I believe that I'd seen Kevin Costner. Yeah. I can't remember if, you know, my time frame of Kevin Costner movies, if... Bull Durham was Man, he made a lot of after movies. this. He did. He seemed to be in like every not, movie. Not Nick Cage. Right. Who's right. been in every movie. Right, right, but, right. But um, he's, uh, yeah. He was a lot of good movies. Good movie, good movie. Sean Connery was in there. Uh, Secret of My Success. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Man. Fox, again. Yeah. Put him in a movie, he'll make money. Yeah, it was it was it was okay. I watched it probably about a year or so ago. Just you know, because so, sometimes I'll go through and just watch these '80s movies just to see what was up. And um, that one uh, I watched. I'm like, okay, okay, I that's need good. to see it again in another twenty years. These are top grossing. These are top grossing. Okay. Yeah, that one did uh, sixty six million dollars. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Stakeout. It's the next one. I think it's Richard Dreyfuss, Emilio Estevez, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. I I remember maybe seeing it and not really caring much for it. Yeah. Don't remember it too much. That's surprising. Here's another good one. Lethal Weapon. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is of Eastwick. Mm. I don't think yeah, I ever no, saw I that. I feel that one. Yeah. 
Uh, and then rounding out the top ten would be Predator. Predator. That was yeah. That was a good one. See, I mean, you I, see it? I, yeah, I mean, I've seen it, but back then I wasn't into all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Back then, so much. Yeah. But, um, um, let's see, Dragnet uh, was one. I think Tom Hanks was in that one. And uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. I was trying to think who the other guy was. Yeah, it was Dan Aykroyd. Uh, and then here, here's one which I think may lend to some controversy. I'm a dude, right? I like Dirty Dancing. Oh, wow. Well, well I, I heard a heavy sigh. That was a deep sigh, yeah. Jim. Very well, you don't like I've it. never watched it. Oh. And I'm quite proud of that fact. Oh. How have and you, I don't how have you escaped how have you went your whole life and not watched Dirty Dancing? It's got Listen, everything. It's I got like fighting. It's got dancing. Sweaty Swayze. Okay. Oh, oh. But Jennifer Grey. Jennifer Grey. Uh, mm-hmm. Baby. Gonna, You're putting baby in a corner. I dated her for a while, too. You're it's putting really baby in a corner, Bubby. That's, you know, you yeah. can't do that. Don't, don't pigeonhole I, her. She's, I can't uh, I can't keep... I mean, what has it been? 35 years? I mean, it's do time. I really need to watch it's, it now? It's time. It's time. So, I mean, so you've it's never a, seen it. It's a chick it. flick. Okay, it's not just a chick flick. A chick would dig it. Chicks, chicks do like chicks it. Chicks do like it. Yeah. Chicks like it. It, it, it was the number one movie voted by our fans uh, for our poll of um, romantic '80s movies, which obviously yeah. you didn't fill out because yeah. you didn't see it. So okay, so y- yeah, it may be chicky in yeah. spots, but it's also I mean it's just a cool movie, man. Okay. It oh, is. Do you, do you not like dancing movies? Take it under. Do you like dancing well, movies? Yes. But not that name one dance. dancing movie that you like. No, well, hold on. I mean, obviously, if you like, if you love, you don't like dirty. I didn't dancing. watch most of Footloose. Okay, no, that's seen see, some no, pieces. Honestly, that's a good. That's a good oh way to get kicked gosh. out of members only studio. That, well, okay, Footloose I'm gonna, is, I'm gonna is bring a classic it, with a great soundtrack. But it's eighties, bro. I'm gonna bring it back to reality here. Okay, don't this, this is the dancing movie that I saw seventeen times. Wait, you saw in the theater. singing in the rain or Grease? Nope. Grease. Oh, uh, let's see. What what else? Um, no, I was pretty fly. Uh, dancing movie. Xanadu. Was it well, Xanadu? I just watched Xanadu. It was actually really good. Really? Trippy. Trippy? Good, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Trippy. I, I mean, Footloose and. I'd give up, man. Breaking. Breaking. Wait. Yeah. You have you you're hammering so dirty dancing without seeing times. it. You've seen Breaking. Half of those seven. were in parachute pants and zipper jets. Oh, oh my and, god! And and bandanas. Yes. Tell At me. the ankles. Wow. And around the head. Oh, you did oh, not. Yeah. No, you did Eastland. not. Eastland. Oh yeah. Oh, those sweet. Is, is that the one with MC6? Yeah. It's six yeah. and eight were across the street oh, from yeah. each other. Oh, that's so, so beautiful. Was, you um, wore zipper was, pants, oh, bandanas. Is that the one with the white breaking. subway bus? I carried around cardboard. Oh, no, you, you carried it like under your <laughs> no, arm? No, you did not. <laughs> if you had a boom box, I'm crying. Oh, and that's we had awesome. a dance-off outside. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> the Bloods and the Crips out there. Seven, 17 times. Bert. 17 times. And, there were, and, and there I was, was not the only one. There were two other culprits. Maybe three. You got Aaron Duncan, him. Roger Johnson, and no. Rutherford. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. You guys seen yeah. Breaking. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 17. Hold I on. I think we counted that one. If I'm not mistaken, Darren Duncan's like, um, right he's now. He's a chaplain in the Air Force. He's a chaplain in the Air Force, and I'm sure his buddies would love and to he, know that he's and, seen Breaking. He, he, he could mimic a little ozone with the. Oh, come on. <laughs> I wish you could see Doc Jim, Jim dancing, dancing right now. 
Oh my gosh! And oh. then to see Roger, Roger, he, he's he, he works the sound. Oh, this is killing yeah. me. Sound art thing at a huge church in yeah. Florida, right? Yeah. So hold on now. So okay, wow. there, there's a sequel to Break. Oh Breaking. yeah, what Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. This story is through, but wait till part two. <laughs> that was the end of Breaking. So we knew it was coming. Were you oh. like? I'm like, oh my goodness. So you you just saw that one one time and realized it was dumb, that right? Was, yeah. You just yeah. watched it once? I know, I watched it about five times. <laughs> it took oh a, after yeah. the first four, you just wasn't quite sure to watch it that fifth yeah. time to oh figure it out. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, so Kelly and Ozone. and uh, I just find it hard to believe that you are hammering dirty dancing without seeing it, but you've seen Breaking 17, 17 times. times. Well, that's how I roll. With, with the sequel, he's <laughs> over 20 times. That's, oh, that's just. Yeah. That's that's pretty. So nice. were you pretty, okay, no, this is 87, buddy. I mean, were you competent on your top rock skills, or what was you, what well, was you? Well, no, what, this was, actually, was, it was you, like 83, 84 yeah, when that movie was, came uh, out. Yeah, I was younger. Okay, so it, what, what, it got pulled I put away my childish ways. Okay, but did you did you do the 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 pop? Oh rock? yeah, the popping and locking. Oh, popping yeah, and locking. Were you more a locker or a popper? I couldn't get on my head. No, you couldn't no, spin on your head. But could you do the one? My where brother could. Shoulders. Oh, yeah. Mark could. What's that called? What's that called? I don't even know. I can't remember. But I mean, yeah, you, spinning. you're spinning on it. Oh yeah. Could you spin on? I'd end up off the side of the the cardboard and the kitchen table or something. But and did you do like the little turtle spin on the back? Oh yeah. Shut up! Yeah, I wasn't very good at it, but you know. But you could do it. it. I, yeah. I I could spin a little bit, get you the windmill yeah, thing with your legs. I could do yeah, it. Are you yeah. telling me you didn't try it? I mean, that try. I mean, everybody yeah, tried. It. Everybody did tried. Did you not it. own a pair of parachute pants? Okay, I did not. I did are not. You serious? I, no, I, I serious. didn't either. I didn't either. I I never what? owned parachute. I tried them on. So you guys I, didn't live in the south end of Columbus. Well, See, Duke, I, I I tried them on. Yeah, you were an extreme south. Probably just country. Yeah, you're no bits. Reese, the, the greater Reese area. I was in a suburb. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember trying them on, like maybe Chess King or someplace like that, and and I just thought I looked like a cartoon character in them. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted See, that's to put the Levi's back on. How and... idiotic I look, right? No, Dude, now 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 come on. Back then, I thought you know it, they were pretty fly. Tell me, wh- everybody what, did. Were they red? Just, they were purple. Purple. So did you all get your own different colors? The funny thing is, I got them when Value City was still a like a shopping store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in Lancaster of all places. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So there you. There's the story. So did like like Roger and Tim and Darren get like different colors themselves? I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to throw them all under the bus. Yo, that's what this uh, podcast is about. Yeah. About throwing them under the bus. My memory is, uh, you know, I'm old. Oh, that's uh, awesome, man. That, that is so is awesome. Amazing. I, I will just self-deprecate and not throw them under the <laughs> Oh, Darren, if I could just see a picture of you guys. Darren, though, Darren had a completely yellow suit hmm? when he was younger. When we first met him, he had a yellow suit. A yellow, yellow pants kinda and like, yellow jacket. Kind of like the like, like a banana. George, like the man like with a the big yellow hat. Yeah. Because he's a tall, skinny dude, yeah. man. He's a yeah. tall, skinny dude. That's funny. He, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's sensitive about that. Hopefully no, not. I yeah. hope. dude, I, I hope you're listening. I'm going to tag you, Darren, and this. And yeah, <laughs> he turned out all right. Uh, he he's did. the nicest guy. He ever is. Ever I mean, uh, he went to college with me, and I, I will say he is. He's as good as he's a real kid. deal. He's a, he's yeah. good. That's but I still funny. want to see the yellow, yellow suit. suit. But he had a yellow suit. And nice. 
parachute pants, which I would love. All right, let, let, let's let's bring up a few of these other movies here and see what you guys think of these. Uh, La Bamba. I know didn't you see didn't it. see that. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a great movie. That's, that's I want to really mention a few that I did see. We, yeah, we, sure. We'll see. You may mention them. Okay. Uh, let's see. Crocodile Dundee was on here. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yes. That was a good one. Talk about the quotes. That yeah. was an excellent movie. That was a great one. What was this? What was it? Drill Sergeant uh, or Gunny Sergeant? Uh, he's in like every military movie ever. Yeah, I can't right? remember his oh, name. He hilarious. was all hardcore. But the thing is, I, I think I heard. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say it. Well, yeah, I will. Uh, I, I think he's gay. Wow. Yeah, right. which well. is funny because he's all and and gay. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be extra yeah. feminine to be gay, I guess. Um, let's see here. Uh, good morning Vietnam. Good morning Vietnam. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Not Mary Elm Street three. As if a lot of killings in the first two weren't enough for you, we're gonna do it again. <laughs> Princess Bride. We, we mentioned. I didn't yeah. realize that what came out in eighty seven. Yeah, that's still a classic. Oh, right? that's that's t- that's top five all time. Yeah, we talked about this on the romantic movies. Absolutely number five love of this the romantic movie. movies. Yeah. So uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. Mm-hmm. That was uh, groundbreaking. It right? was a, a stand-up comedian did a movie. You went to the theater to to pay to see it, and and it you made, got an earful. Uh, it made thirty eight million dollars. <laughs> so it's like what? Wow. So yeah, we've talked before about how uh, some of those SNL people, particularly Eddie Murphy, kind of crafted our sense of humor in the eighties, mm-hmm. like things that the way we looked at things and. Absolutely. Thought they were funny. A lot of them came from him. Uh, Spaceballs was released in '87. Planes, Bill trains, Pullman. and almost both, huh? Oh, Bill Bill yeah, Pullman. you're right. Yeah. Wow. Um, planes, trains, automobiles. You said. Yep. yep. Another John Candy. Yeah. That's a good segue. <coughs> there it is. Uh, let's see. No way out. Did you see it? I have. It seen, is yeah, good. I it's saw it back good. in the theater back in the day. It is a good movie. Yeah. John Cryer goes undercover. Uh, to try to stay away from these people trying to kill him. I did not goes, see that John Cryer. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's like a Wall Street trader or something. And, what? And something goes down. His friend gets murdered. He sees it. He goes back to, you know, see his aunt in this other town. No, I'm going to watch that. And he shaves his beard and he's in a high school student. And, no. and, and uh, What? Is that... Beth Gish falls sure? in love with him. Oh, that's hiding out. <laughs> Dude, you're like over like, two. I remember oh, yeah. Kevin Costner. In, okay, uh, yeah. You know, one of the um, Judds or Fondas. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I'm just it's way funny, I didn't see him going. I'm, I'm, I'm passionately it. talking about this obscure little 80s movie that was not yeah, no way out. Yeah, this is Kevin Costner and Sean Young. <laughs> Sean Young, uh, yeah. Uh, and Gene Hackman. That's just... I thought, wow, I totally lost <laughs> my mind. <mom. laughs> not you, boys. It's all me. <laughs> Jim's going, he's just kind of looking, wait a minute. Really? Well, the funny thing is, if you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing me talking about Hiding Out, which mm-hmm. is not No Way Out, they're thinking, wow, I got a step movie. Sounds really good. But it's not called Hiding Out at all. at all. Or No Way Out, no, or whatever it is. Watch that. Okay. Harry, wow. and the, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, I didn't. didn't you know, you don't love it? No. Okay, Lost love Boys. It. Lost Boys. Oh, oh talk about a good soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Crawl. You yes. want it, right? And, uh, um, yeah, well, the call originally did that song, but it was, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Had yeah, some guy singing in the concert, big greased up guy, yeah, you with know? the saxophone, and yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, that was, was a theatrical genius. Great movie. Yes, it Rat was. Pack, kind of. I saw that. I don't know how many times I saw that particular movie, but uh, yeah, love it. I still think it is the best vampire movie of all time. Get the bed, the Corys and Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, great, great movie. Could watch it over and over. Jamie Gertz, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? Uh, oh, my my other my my girlfriend we mentioned earlier, um, Elizabeth Shue was in Adventures in Babysitting. That was classic. Oh. Cool. Yeah. You know that that's a movie that I, I I didn't think I would watch, but when I did see it, I'm going. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The title alone makes you not want to watch it. Not at all. Yeah, you should have called it something else. Pretty good, though. Uh, let's see. Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, yeah. I watched that just recently. That was, uh, what are they calling him? McDreamy? Yeah. Patrick oh, Dempsey. Oh, yeah. Patrick Dempsey. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bro- Rob calls him that. I don't call him that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Broadcast News. That was a biggish hit back then. I think that may have won some awards. I didn't look up the Oscars for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. I think they had should have stopped making Superman movies after maybe two or three, because they yeah. got kind of dumb. What was the John Hughes movie in 87? Um, some Kind of Wonderful. Some I don't know why I even tested wonderful. you. <laughs> because I had to <laughs> I had to rebound from hiding out. That's what that was. <laughs> Wasn't uh, the Sylvester Stallone over the top? Was that the arm wrestling one? Yeah, he's yeah. like a truck driver or something. Yeah. So here's one. I'm surprised this one is so low. The number 103 movie for 1987 was Three Amigos. What? Wow. I love that movie. <laughs> it just cracked me up. But the Singing Bush... But that's it. Probably came out in eighty six. No, it, was it, pretty hokey, it, it did December twelfth of eighty six. So it was only uh, like a week or two old in eighty seven. Had a whole year to do whatever. It was hokey, and I guess maybe looking back, it may not have been as funny as I remembered it back then. Yeah, but some I'll, some I'll things age well. Yep. Uh, Evil Dead Two. No, I didn't do those kind of thing. <laughs> you afraid of them? I get scared. Yep. Yeah. I get scared easy. And and here's another one that surprises me that is this low, is number one twenty nine is Stand by Me. Yeah. That's oh come crazy. on, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was released in August of eighty six. So I only had like the last <coughs> four months, but still, I would have thought it would Way be higher than that, yeah. You know, Children of a Lesser God. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else? Sid and Nancy was released then. That's kind of a. Jaws. Uh, I want to say a call classic. Who was in that? Um, I believe that was. Uh, I think Johnny was Johnny Depp in that one. Hmm. Man, I. Oh, the Running Man. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. <laughs> yes. Richard. That was Dawson. like the uh, that was like the Hunger Games of the eighties, right? <laughs> yeah. Because oh uh, weren't gosh. these guys like convicts, and then they put them through. Uh, yeah, that's right. Man, good one. Uh, so, yeah, Sid and Nancy starred Gary Oldman as Sid Vicious. Nice. <laughs> Which, when I you like think it. about Gary Oldman now, it's like, he played a punk rocker? That's kind of funny. Mm. Uh, let's see, The All-Nighter starring the ever-gorgeous Susanna Hoffs. Throw Mama from a Train. Is that the Bengals? Uh-huh. Lee Singer? Yeah. So, you know, back then, she could even be in movies. 
Didn't Imagine make them that. good. Uh, let's see. And the number 248 movie for 1987 was Sweet Country. What? Wow. It's called Sweet Country. I don't know yeah, I got uh, anything about it. If you click on the link to it, there is no information. <laughs> it's the director is this guy named Michael something or other. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, very unmemorable. Must be. There had to so. have been a Chuck Norris movie that year, right? Or is that were they done by then? I, I'm sure there there had to, one of these are probably a Chuck Norris movie. Um, or Steven Seagal was he uh, was he done by then? Uh, yeah. maybe could be. Charles Bronson had one. I saw too many movies. I did too. Wasted a lot of money. Yep. But you get you get a lifetime of memories though. Lifetime. That's a good thing. Yeah. All right. We are going to take one more break, and we're going to be back talking about the music of the '80s. It's one of our favorite. Wait, 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 wait before I do that, we 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 need to circle back around. Uh-oh. We talked about Full House. You <laughs> talk about oh, yeah, your love you... of Full House. Uncle Jeff. Oh, I don't know if it was a love. I did like uh, Aunt Becky. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Till she, uh, you know, till she, Scott till she cut some corners right? and got her kids yeah. from UCLA and. Isn't that crazy, man? I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of dumb. That's yeah. When, I, when I'd say something about rowing, my daughter and rowing team, people are like, "Is she really is on she the really yeah, on or or did she just... <laughs> <laughs> She's on the rowing team yeah. with air quotes. We photoshopped yeah. her. <laughs> wow, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a good show. Bob, Bob Sackett and uh, who was the uh, the blonde hair guy? I don't know. Um, kind of funny. It was yeah. just kind of comfortable, right? Uh, it was just Coulier. What's his? Uh, I can't remember his last name. Yeah, first guy's name too. Some Bob Coulier is that his name? Hmm. What's well, funny? My my daughter is like uh, streaming all the Fuller House two or whatever oh, it's yeah. called. The Fuller House. Or yeah. Whatever. She loves it. She loves it. She talks about it all the time. Wow. It's come back full circle. Yeah, my daughter watches it too, but like she was a big fan of the originals. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier, that's right. Um, Candace Cameron was on it. Mary Kate and Ashley were on there. So let me ask you this. Love me some Candace Did did either of you guys watch WandaVision? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so remember, spoiler alert, there's a flashback and... um, it flashed back to Wanda's childhood. And remember, like, how I had their mom and dad. I, I was talking to my daughter, Kayla, about this, and she's like, yeah, they should have done that. Um, wouldn't it be cool if, like, they, when she flashed back to childhood and, like, Mary-Kate or Ashley is her mom? <laughs> that would have yeah. been super awesome. That but, you been know, I think they're too busy. I don't know whatever they do now, but they've stayed out of the public light for a long time. Now, is she the younger sister? Mary-Kate and Ashley? Yeah, remember were, the, the, the twin. The, the, no, 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 the no. youngest. Wanda is their sister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their Elizabeth sister. Olsen is yeah. uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley's younger sister. Right. So how cool would that have been? Yeah, Very that cool. would have been cool. They yeah. should have done that. Missed opportunity, guys. Missed opportunity. Because I'm sure everybody way better everybody at Marvel and Disney yeah. listened to this podcast. So That's right. Mm-hmm. We need to find a way to make that happen in the future. something for everybody. There it yeah. is. There it is. All right, so now... We are going to take our break and be right back talking about the music of 1987. 
So welcome back to the final act of the show, where we talk about our favorite stuff of the 80s. It's the music. The music. I mean, it's the soundtrack. No matter where we were, the music was playing, whether it's at home watching MTV, in the car, going from here to there, hanging out in our rooms, going on dates. The music was always playing. So, or on the jukebox. Don't forget the jukebox. Oh, the jukebox. Mm. Like the Cardo's jukebox. Mm-hmm. There you go. Man, that, I think... Whoever managed that jukebox probably made enough money to retire just off me. <laughs> so I would I threw so many quarters in there. That was good stuff. So we're going to start off with the album charts. <clears throat> and we were talking off air, like the album charts are much better than the singles charts. <laughs> so we're going to go right down the list. This is according to Billboard. Um, the Jim, what is the number one album of 1987? Slippery When Wet. And I think they got that one right. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, they did too. That I was mean, everywhere, yeah. So, I mean, just think about it. Uh, just going down the list of, of this album. Let It Rock, Living on a Prayer, Wanted Dead or Alive, You Give Love a Bad Name. I mean, that alone. But then you get down to, like, Never Say Goodbye. I mean, like, every song on this album. It's a Classic. solid, solid album. And yeah. uh, I remember when I first heard... Um, I think it was You Give Love a Bad Name was the first single on that album. Um, I just thought, wow, this is this is a little different. I, I liked it. Because, I mean, I'm listening to like Duran Duran and you know, right. U2 and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, here's Bon Jovi. We were, uh, my, my little group of friends, we were uh, we were kind of into, I don't know, it was probably 83. Electric Boogaloo. You well, we were, were into that. Okay. Bit, so, <laughs> so, Runaway. So eventually you moved on. Yes. Yes. And we mixed in some, uh, you know, we were eclectic. Yes. There you go. Eclectic. That's a good word. Eclectic group. And um, yeah, Runaway was a great song. Runaway. You know, I hadn't, I didn't hear Runaway until like after Slippery When Wet. Really? I, for some reason, like it was never like on MTV, hmm. or if it was, I, I didn't ever catch it. And the radio stations I listened to wouldn't play Bon Jovi. I'm like, listen to the classic rock station and and so forth. And so like for some reason, it it did not um, resonate with me. But years later, like that's my favorite Bon Jovi song. <laughs> but right. when it was out, I, I'd never heard it. So, hmm. yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, Slippery When Wet, number one album. Number two, um, I think this album won uh, a, a lot of Grammys. I Again, I didn't check on the awards for this stuff, but uh, number two is what, Matt? Graceland, baby. By Paul Simon. Paul Simon. My my favorite favorite line in that in that song, um, was it You Can Call Me Out? Mm-hmm. Roly-poly little bat face. Girl. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's a great, great It's a song. great line. That's a great uh, line. I know he recruited a lot of um, African musicians. He wanted a different sound. And man, he, he came up with something that was definitely unique versus anything we'd ever heard prior. So, good one. Uh, number three. Jim, this is kind of right up your alley. Oh, it was, I Boy. wore this... Tape. Oh, this was out. <laughs> yeah, out. I'm looking at yeah, Beastie Boys, License to Ill. <laughs> you and Paul McNeil. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Yeah. Things still remind me of the lyrics. Of oh, song. that's so oh, funny. Gosh. And what's funny, you know, if you ever watch like the Beastie Boys documentary, uh, oh, this was out excellent. of recent. Yeah, it was really it just good. just came out recently yeah, yeah, on, on Apple on TV. Apple, yeah. um, this was not their favorite. You know, mm-hmm. this was not really their... I think they were kind of coaxed into doing this type of music for, for one album, and then mm-hmm. they sort of drifted back away from it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, very good stuff. And I love that documentary. So if you guys haven't watched that, check it out. It's uh, 
it's it's a very it's done in a very unique way. It's done at a theater, and the two surviving members are um, they're, they're addressing the crowd and they're they're like going through the timeline of the band, showing you know, video clips and playing some music and stuff. And it had a, a good flow to it. I'm sure it was edited quite a bit to make it be as slick and smooth as it was. But, oh, it was, I mean, if you're a fan of the band, even if you're not a huge fan of the band and you're just a fan of 80s music, um, it is like, a, it's, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. It's good it, what's so funny is like when you see, you know, because we grew up with this stuff. So it was, oh, yeah. It was so cool. We're young and we're feeling it because we're, we're there. It's just funny to be like, you know, in our 50s now. And to like, you know, if uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn comes on, it's like oh, you're, you're back, you're, you're 70 oh, years old, yeah. and you find yourself just, you know, doing it. It's <laughs> It's got to be funny for those around, because you, you, some of these songs you can't just hear and like not sing along. And like I, I imagine in different professions, people are going... What's what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> what's a, what, brass monkey? Yeah. <laughs> what is um, a brass monkey? What's a brass monkey? Just, I mean, this the, the it was you, really right? well put together musically, right? I mean, yeah. the, all the sounds, the oh, yeah. lyrics. Uh, it was pretty groundbreaking for the yeah. time. I think it was kind of before its time. Yeah, I think I think fine. it was. Uh, just and, and as they their career evolved, they started getting more like a trippy psychedelicy stuff. But kind of, but but they always they even I mean you know. The last music they made together, they stayed culturally relevant, which is really hard for an older band to do. Uh, they kind of get stuck in a sound, or they keep a fan base mm-hmm. that's kind of they grow old with them. But like younger kids were listening to my son; he's uh, he's twenty five, and uh, he he still likes the Beastie Boys and it's crazy stuff. Um, next, this one's a bit of a surprise to me, uh, being ranked so high. Uh, it is a fantastic album, uh, The Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby and the Range. Um, it surprises me it's that high because of some of the ones that are below it. But uh, On the Western Skyline, Mandolin Rain, Down the Road Tonight, Every Little Kiss, uh, the song The Way It Is, like it, just, just listen to that album. It's really great for a road trip. <laughs> so. I, I, I like them. I mean, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. But the way you said that is kind of how most people think about it, right? Yeah, I kind of, kind of liked them, right? Yeah. It was always like maybe filler. I didn't, I, I didn't feel like turning it off. I would sing right. along to it, but you wouldn't think it would be above some of these, right? Yeah, or that you would actually go out and buy the the cassette at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, the next one is what Matt. Control, little Jan Jackson right Jan there. Jan Jackson, that, that was a huge seller. This is her, uh, her coming out. Um, yeah, you know she's always been Michael's little brother, or little or little sister. Either or, you never see them in the same room together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> except for that one video. That one video is kind of trippy. Yeah, that but was. Um, so the song Control, Pleasure Principle, Nasty, yeah. When I Think of You, Let's Wait a While. I mean, Ms. these Jackson, these are songs you all know. I mean, they all come from just this one album. Uh, a lot like Slippery When Wet, you know, there's not really, you know, a bad song on here. Like, I'm not afraid to say this is a good album. Say it again. It's a good album. There it is. All you right. said it. Mm. You said it. Number six. I think this I was, is a consensus. Yeah, I was talking to yeah. Jim when, when you stepped out for a second, and he says, you can dis- you know, you can wrap up 1987 in one letter and one number. You too. Yeah, that's baby. Right. The Joshua, Joshua Tree. Oh, that's This good is stuff. the only song 
to this, the only album to this point that was actually released in 1987. Mm-hmm. Numbers mm-hmm. one through five were released in 1986. Oh. So they had a three-month head start, um, head yeah. start on not sales. Not cool, man, not cool. So <laughs> I think if you, you know, retro yeah. it, I think it would definitely be one or two. Uh, Slippery When Wet yeah. may or may not have sold more um, overall. But uh, so many album charts have got this album as one of the greatest of all, yeah. made albums yeah. of all time. So good. It has aged well. It has. Um, yeah, I think it's gained in popularity even since then. But, mm-hmm. I mean, every every song. Mm-hmm. Lead Hill, Mining Town, oh. and, you know, Bullet the Blue, Blue, Blue Sky is my favorite. It, it's, it's, Running to Standstill is oh one of my, my favorites. Oh, gosh. Um, One tree let alone hill. everything that hit the <laughs> hit the radio waves. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I remember when when it first came out, before the album was released, the single "With or Without You" was released. So prior to the album's release, a few weeks before, I remember they played it on QFM ninety six, and the disc jockey, when the when the song was over, she says. When you two makes a song, it's like God has made a song. <laughs> oh wow! Like, wow, I, I'll never forget that. So I, I got the privilege of seeing them live during the Joshua Tree tour. Oh wow! So it was in Cleveland. I uh, went with um, Dave and Pam, Kim, um, Kevin, Dean, John McNeil. We all went, and um, I, I'll never. It was so because I was. I was a fan. I had been a fan for a few years. And see him get this kind... I never thought that this band would have this kind of success selling out stadiums. Yeah. And I remember um, Los Lobos opened for him. Hmm. And uh, it was it was a great, great show. But uh, at the conclusion of the show, they closed it with the song 40 from the Psalm 40. And we left the stadium... People are going down the street, singing the song in the streets. That's and, awesome. and this is 15 to 20 minutes after. I mean, I'm not just talking two or three people just like drunk singing the song. I'm talking like scores of people singing this <laughs> wow, song. And awesome. it was such such a cool experience. And then they did a, a they did a Joshua Tree tour in 2017, I believe it was. So I got to see them again in Cleveland again where they played the album in its entirety. And man, they have not lost a beat. They're just amazing. So I can go on all day. So what are your guys' thoughts on this album? <laughs> I've I've waxed way too much. Yeah, this is. <laughs> so. I, my wife and I we uh, we did. You know, well, what's your top favorite albums of all time? Yeah, I think this is the number one. Yeah, really. I mean, even not just '87. I mean, the last yeah. three decades. Yeah. I, I, to me, I mean, there are several in my top five that obviously don't have anything to do with '87, but. Um, it's just fantastic. Well, you're sitting here. Go ahead and rip, rip off a couple of them. Oh, you, you don't want to know. Some um, of them are very new. That's okay. Um, you know, I think 21 Pilots, uh, Blurry oh, yeah. Face is, okay. is pretty fantastic. Yeah. I think Boston, the self-titled album, is uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. I think Metallica, the Black album, is probably also another one. All right. Um, what else? Uh, now I'm, I'm on the spot. What's that? No LRB. Well, Little River Band, you know, it's it's kind of special place, especially yeah. the greatest hits album, you know, because it's yeah. got them all on there. Um, I don't know what else. You know, it takes you a while to formulate these. Yeah, things. Oh, somebody just long, brings that question on you. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's a road trip question. <laughs> yeah, you really got to think about it. But those are just off the top of my head, 
some, but I mean, clearly U2 is... The Joshua Tree is probably number one or number two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for me, again, U2 has been one of my favorite bands for years and years and years. Um, it, it For me, it goes back and forth between the Joshua Tree and War. Uh, those are my two favorite U2 albums, and depending on my mood, I might like one better than the other. But, uh, man, those are those are great albums. That's great, awesome. great albums. Yeah, U2 is my favorite band for years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the stuff they've done in the last several years isn't bad music, but it's a little more forgettable. Yeah. So... But I still love the band. Still, so was the, up the album that they they put on everyone's iPhone. Do you remember that? No, oh, was it Zoo Rope? No, no. It was a worse. It was it was worse than that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was not <laughs> a very good good. album. But they they just pushed it on everybody. And I, I saw an interview with Bono a couple of years ago. He said they, they kind of, you know, it was Apple's idea. To Songs do it. of Innocence. Yeah. He was. Uh, he said it was their idea to do it, and he thought it sounded like a good idea. But then he started thinking, you know, maybe if they would have just made it available to everyone instead of pushing it on everyone, hey, it might have like, been more well received. Just, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, here's a free YouTube album. Go download it. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, yeah. Zuroba was probably a, a pretty decent one. Octong. Octong baby. Uh, rounding out the top ten, we've got four by Huey Lewis in the news. Love Huey Lewis. <laughs> Love Huey Lewis. You can't say anything bad about that guy. He's wonderful. Uh, here's another good one. Night Songs by Cinderella. Uh, mm-hmm. Rapture by Anita Baker. Good one. I love her voice. Love her voice. She's kind of almost in that yacht rock category, Jim. Not, she might be a little more the light rock, but she's... Yeah. Uh, a couple songs there. Uh, and then Invisible Touch by Genesis. So, like we like to do, let's go down the rest of this list here. And you guys just, what you see there, something that sticks out, bring it up, and let's talk about what you think about it. Hmm. Uh, Look What the Cat Dragged In by Poison was a big one. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I am having technical difficulties. So okay. I'm going to kick it to uh, Matt. So, yeah, Matt. Anything uh, good? Matt. I mean, are you... How do you guys feel about Steve Winwood? Was he a yeah? Love Steve Winwood. Yeah. 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 Back on the highlight. He was number 14, looks like. Love that album. Uh, when we were talking on the podcast last week uh, with Sean, he was talking about how um, he was talking to a friend of his and how this album was released during the digital age, you know, when CDs were first becoming a thing. Yeah. And they could do some things on CD that they couldn't do on cassette or really on vinyl to that point digitally. So you, if you're if you're listening real close on a nice system or some good headphones, you're gonna hear some little cool noises and things in there. They're dropped in there just because it just because they can be pulled up yeah. good on CD. So yeah, that's one of those that one of those albums we've run I know Jim is probably real big on the uh, 26th and 27th uh, albums of the year. Looking at a uh, little. Word up, cameo! Come on, follow us and run DMC. Come on, <laughs> you know you were run DMC you know, it's in it. Funny though, just tell me you were run DMC I, in a it. little bit, but I don't. I don't know what the draw was to 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 break him. It wasn't like I listened to hip hop all day long. Oh, I, I mean, it was it. mostly. But we rock. got them purple pants uh, on. It was going yeah, down. It was like a, it was my alter ego. No way. <laughs> How about Guns and Roses? Appetite for Destruction. Oh, GNR, yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, White Snake was the number sixteen oh, album. Yeah. That that was all over MTV. 
um, Tawny Katane was doing cartwheels across the hood of that car, and yeah, yeah, Hysteria, uh, Def Leppard, yeah, Third Stage by Boston. That was uh, that was really good. It was a good one. Cool the engines, Amanda. Yeah. So stuff. so Whitney Houston had the twenty second and the twenty third album of the year. That's pretty cool. I mean, you know, say what you want. I mean, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. Uh, so by Peter Gabriel. That's a good one. Uh, Whiplash Smile by Billy Idol. Little Eddie Money. Yep. Striper made the list. To hell with the to devil. To hell with the devil. Now you were a big baby. Striper I fan. I was a big you? Striper fan. You know, I bet Eddie Money. Did you? Did you really? In Grove City. Nonetheless. What was he doing? Uh, he had just broken his finger, and he rambled off his tour bus at Wendy's, right? So I'm sitting at Wendy's. This was when it was up. It's probably not even there anymore. And I see this tour bus pull up, well, and I'm like, is. who was around here? And then we realized it was Eddie Money. So he stumbles out in slippers, boxer shorts, and a T-shirt. <laughs> he's, the got, rock star he's, got life. His, he's got his finger wrapped up. And I went out there, and it was, there's a payphone. You know when they used to have like payphones? What year is this? Like eight, well, I can't guarantee it was 87, okay. but it was around there, 86, 87. Um, and for whatever reason, I was bugging him. I'm like, hey, you're Eddie Money. You know, and so I got, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got an autograph, and he's like writing it with his finger all out, you know, because he'd broken his finger, so it was really cool, That's right? awesome. Hey, and then he even hand. told me, he's like, yeah, I just broke my finger. I'm on my way to Cincinnati, and I got to tell him I'm probably not going to be able to do the show. And so I just left him alone at that point. But he was actually very nice. So did you say, like, well, I'm going to be a doctor in about 20 years. So yeah, I right? can probably Why take care of you. just let me fix that? I can yeah. fix that. <laughs> I'll fix it right now. Yeah. Just look away. <laughs> so there's there's the uh, shameless Eddie Money that story. That is hilarious. That is very cool. Very cool. That is so stinking funny. So here's, a, here's a, an underrated album that I enjoyed. Uh, our number 36 album is uh, the Georgia Satellites debut album. They were a good southern rock band. Um, mm-hmm. Keep Your Hands to Yourself was the big little hit little rockabilly kind of. That's right. Wonderful. Um, go ahead. I'm not looking at a list. I'm looking at the, like this sort of montage of albums. Uh, Faith, George Michael. Oh, yeah. That, that was a good album. album. Yeah. I like some George Michael. Number 40 is one I was listening to just the other day. Tango in the Night by Fleetwood Mac. That is a great album. Lots of good songs on that. Who's coming in at 41, Rob? Your girl. Jody Watley. Come on. <laughs> Matt, Matt's Come a big Jody Watley fan. Looking... <laughs> right? Is that her? That's her. That, that is so wow. Jody Watley. Um, let's see here. Uh, 46, Girls, Girls, Girls. Girls, Girls, Motley Girls. Crew. Wow. That yeah. song, there. so Goodness when gracious. I was dating my ex-wife, like she had me buy this album for her, and um, was she not old enough? I, <laughs> probably. Well, she she knew if I bought it, I would spend money, and she wouldn't have to. So, could you buy this for me? Yeah, honey, whatever you want. So yeah, that, I remember us hearing that. I remember being in the car listening to this, going. This is not as dreadful as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> not a bad album. Uh, Prince, Sign of the Times, number 47. Oh, here's a good one. Number 52. Journey's Raised on Radio. Mm. That That is a great album. Very underrated. We talked about this, I think, last week because it was released in 86. Uh, it was a very good one. Anything else, guys? Ooh, Riptide by Robert Palmer. 
number 63. That was a good one. A little Bomba soundtrack. Told you it was hot, Jim. It's yeah. There. Notorious. Yeah. Duran Duran. <laughs> number 70 is one that I listened to very recently. I've listened to this steadily throughout through. the years. Yeah. Is August by Eric Clapton. I mean, on the countryside, always and forever is probably one. Of, I, I think one of the more famous ones Rain Travis ever did. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Mosaic by Wang Chung. That's a good album. I was listening to that recently. Good one. Here's a good one. A little uh, fun. Fun to see this at number eighty-five is a Stand by Me soundtrack. It's all. That's a good one. It's all fifties music. What a good soundtrack! Yeah, that was so good. good. How is, you know, I mentioned Hysteria earlier. Now I see it on the list. How is it only, where did I find it? Like 90. 93. Uh, it could have been released uh, later in the year. So, um, yeah, it was released in August of 87. So it didn't have, you know, these other albums had an eight-month head start on it. Like, it could be why. There's a sleeper at 99. I bought this Blue album. Graham. Oh, yeah, I had this one too. Yeah. Right. Midnight Blue. That's a great yeah. album. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, and I, I got one last one here to share. Uh, number 91 is Midnight to Midnight by the Psychedelic Furs. That's another one of those uh, really cool bands. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Sean were talking last week about, you know, the more eclectic your taste was, people would think you're cooler. Yeah. So, is that what it was? So if you tell people, yeah, I got the new Psychedelic Furs album. You'd feel Did that really... have Love My Way on it, or was that a previous album? Um, that had Heartbreak Beat on it. Mm. Um, so, you know, you tell people that. Like, you feel cool saying that. Either people are going... You even know what's on one that album. That makes it yeah. pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, like, for sure. You don't even know what that is. <laughs> so, you're not as really cool as you think you are. I only know that... the love Is it Love My Way? Is that what's mm -hmm. called? From a movie. Was it Valley Girl? Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a, so you're watching a great Valley Girl, but you're not watching Footloose. Well, Valley Girl's not a chick flick necessarily. Well, mm. it kind of is. Dirty dance. I'm just, I'm really, I'm, I'm struggling yeah, with the Footloose. I, I pick and I'm, I'm not I'm mad. I'm not mad at the Dirty Dance, and I can see your opinion for saying it's a chick flick. I can't watch it. I think you're wrong. <laughs> but, but Footloose is like foundational. I mean, like yeah, if, that, you, that's you, like in the '80s Mount Rushmore. Yeah, with like I, yeah. Two I don't others. know why. Thank you. Like, Four or five others. Yeah, I yeah, four or five others for. I mean, the soundtrack's great. That's yeah. for you, Mike. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It just, I, you know, there comes a time where if you haven't seen it in two years, then what's the point? Uh, I've I, even seen the, the remake of Footloose. There's a remake? Yes, there's a remake, and it's great. Well, I mean, it, it had a revival, probably, I want to say. Who stars in that? Um, the one chick that dances on TV, Julianne Huff. Mm. She's in it, and yeah. some other people. Dennis Quaid plays the preacher. Hmm. You know, um, would, 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 uh, just sitting around a basement, members members only studios. Yeah. I mean, can you can you at least entertain the thought that as someone who, you, right now you're talking about 80s, to people who love the 80s uh, that are listening to this podcast, we're all fans of the 80s. Do you think just sitting here as a man from the <laughs> 80s that you could say, you know what, maybe I should think Think about watching I, I Footloose. Should, yes. Footloose. Just Footloose. I'm not going to push Dirty yeah. Dancing on you. I have seen. I don't know. It just doesn't hold my attention. 
Okay, I just I can't do nothing. This guy. <laughs> oh, look, they're playing chicken on you the know, tractor. They're not spinning the, on cardboard. <laughs> it, it I tell you not, what, the, the, I think the, the, there is some. In there is some break dancing. There is some break dancing in it. There is an epic fight scene at the end. But there's break dancing. There is break there is dancing. There's break dancing. There's all kinds of popping yeah. and locking and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Give it a okay. chance. We yeah, give it a chance. We think uh, we think about will, giving it a chance. I will. Okay. That'll okay. Be the, yeah. Okay. I'll have to come back and tell you what I thought. There of. it is. Pray right. Just full, pray movie, full movie review. Okay. <laughs> there it is. All right. So th- I think that does it for albums for uh, 1987. So now we're going to just transition straight into the top songs of 1987. And we're going to start off with number five. Number five. The number five song is Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship. So a little disclaimer. You may or may not have heard a music clip leading into the song. So <laughs> apparently it's frowned upon to use music samples all of a sudden. So we're going to sing it right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, so I apologize if, if it doesn't play this time. It'll probably be the end of music clips on this show because... You know, it's hard to talk about a song when you're you know, right, doing right. that. And we still got two more years of 80s after this. So Easy. we're going to be struggling yeah. a little bit. But nothing's going to stop us now mm-hmm. uh, from the movie Mannequin. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the song, boys? Do you like it? I, uh, they dropped the Jefferson, right? A couple years before this, right? Yep. If not. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I've always not a bad song. It. Yeah. Now, yeah. the movie Mannequin's kind of weird. Yeah, and Andrew McCarthy's got creepy eyes. Yeah, but uh, we were talking about that. Like he gets that 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 certainly for inflection, it's the eyes. Like, yeah, it's a wild eye at you. It's like, why do you do that thing with your yeah. eyes? I'd punch him in the face. He was my friend. So yeah. All right. So anything else on that song? All right. That was uh, that was number five. Number four. And number four, what is it, Matt? I want to dance with somebody. That's Jim's song. Is it? Yeah, he wants to dance with somebody on mm-hmm. some cardboard. Mm-hmm. I want to dance off with it's somebody. A dance off. <laughs> it's a dance off. You know, this song, dance off! This song for me, actually, uh, now I associate it with, did you guys see um, Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson and uh, Liam... Hmm. Decent? No. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, That'd be a little she got weird kidnapped pairing. and he had to go find her. No. Um, <laughs> one of the uh, Hemsworth, Liam you. Hemsworth, right? Okay. So it's like a rom com thing. Uh, wh- that like you're living in a rom com, so they're poking fun at it. Okay. And then they play the song at the end, and they're all dancing to the song, and so oh, it yeah. actually was a was a pretty cool scene. Um, it's got the kid from um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Haley yeah. Joel Osment. Yeah, we'll just call him that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't know who the kid is, but, but he's gonna uh, be that for now. It's pretty good. So, so you're isn't watching it romantic. You're watching a movie called "Isn't It Romantic," that a rom com that dances 
kind of spoofing rom-coms. Yeah. And you won't watch Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Okay, I, I just because this is the spoofing fun. No, I, no, right? I, just, I just don't. I can't figure you out, man. That, I mean, I'm, you're just so I'm an enigma. All over the place. You are an enigma for sure. Yes. You're all over the place, Bob. This is good though. Yeah, I hope you learn something about yourself here. <laughs> Therapy. Oh, so yeah, I've never liked this song. No, no never, no, no. never. I mean, you're I just you're Whitney. not a big Whitney fan. Uh, well, not that I'm not a big Whitney fan. You're not. I, a big I, I like I like like her love songs a little better, but but not I will always love you. That drives me nuts. But uh, yeah, when she when she's not singing all over the top and stuff, she's got a great voice. But, oh, she's but this one I'm not not really feeling. Somebody who loves me. She yeah. just wants to dance. Well, see, you got to watch. Isn't it romantic? And then you'll, uh, you'll change your Maybe mind. I'll like it. It's probably still not. It's it's no it's no sister golden hair. It's it's no Ventura Highway. That's for sure. Yeah. So you won't change my mind on that one. <laughs> but yes, the number four was was Whitney Houston. Number three. I'm glad you picked up. And number three is Shake You Down by Gregory Abbott. So this one, for one, this kind of surprises me. I don't remember it being like that huge of a hit that's the number one three song mm-hmm. of the whole year, but apparently it was. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's catchy. It's got the, you know, it, it's catchy. I yeah, like nice it. Nice little rhythm. Yeah. Kind of slow groove to it. Mm-hmm. But Jim, you've got different well, opinions. Well. Yeah, you know... Bob Seger in this same year talked about Shakedown. Shakedown. Take down. Better you song. You know, I think that's got the uh, 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 right. cops and robbers connotation. You right. know, this one um, starts out a little creepy. Creepy. So these are the lyrics. Girl, I've been watching you from so far across the room now, baby. That's nothing new. I've been watching you so many times before. Now, baby, I see that look in your eye. Oh, can't you see? You belong to me, and my poor heart aches every breath you take. There you go. What? Yeah. And that look in her eye is fear. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and then it goes on to talk about taking her down. Mm. Shaking her down. Shaking, Shaking her, down. her down would be Alabama. Yes, right. right. Would. Take her down and love me your night long. A little more simple. So, yeah, Shake a little creepy. You down. Probably a four on the creepy scale. Yeah, yeah. four. But three five. for 1987. Yeah. But three on my makers. That's good. That's right. So, wow. Uh, maybe you're a big Gregory Abbott fan. I don't know if he ever did another song other than this one. I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. I, I didn't really follow his career closely. Maybe in jail. Could maybe. be for shaking people down. Gosh. All right. That was number three. Number two. Number two song, sticking with that, uh, getting you alone is "Alone by Heart," which doesn't sound creepy. No. Like, why is it when a when a man says, "I want to get you alone," he's a creeper, but a woman says it, and the guy's like, "All right." It just sounds better. It's yeah. just it fits. It's right. It's American. Yeah, that was appropriate in the eighties. <laughs> it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's all it needs to be said about that. 
So I've I've always enjoyed this song. Yeah. Um, my um, uh, it's from the song Bad Am Animal. Uh, that is a um, uh, good album, beginning to end, and this is a this is a big hit on it. So. It's a big hit, number two, baby. Number two. That's all we got. It's good. All right, there it is. Number one. And the number one song for 1987, Matt's favorite song. Bring it. Walk Like an Egyptian, The Bangles. Come on, man. I hate this song. (laughs) (coughs) I I, I don't mind The Bangles so much, but this song drives me nuts. How was this ever a hit? Yeah, I mean, even when it was out, I think we were all kind of questioning, why are we, why, why? And, and, All yeah. I can think of is because girls buy records too. There it is, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is not something that your average dude's going to listen to. Mm. It's a girl song. There's we a can... lot of tambourine in there. There's a lot of tambourine lot of t- <laughs> and whistling. <laughs> Someone whistling. said, "I need more tambourine." Yeah. Yeah. There was. Bring it, Matt. I can, I, Were you I, the whistler on that album? I, no, I've got a couple whistles in me. <laughs> I can do a whistle here, or there. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that again. Song annoys me. I don't know anybody that likes it, but just the number one song of that year. <laughs> a lot of people paid some money for that. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go through the rest of this list. If you guys see anything that sticks out, bring it up, and we'll talk about it. You just mentioned the song with "Lady in Red." Yeah. I like that one. Krista Bird. Yeah. Yeah. We were. Is that yeah. your uh, guilty pleasure song? Uh, we were the, looking uh, for. My, you know, my guilty pleasure is going to be um, number twenty-seven. I've had the time of my life from a little movie called what? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to trick him, deck on it. I was setting him up. He knows what it is. Yeah, it's a little dirty no dancing. Idea. A little dirty dancing here, deck on So here, here's a here's a guilty pleasure of mine on this list. Jim said, "Hey, name our guilty pleasures." Mine would be Breakout. Breakout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Swing out, sister. I gotta, yeah. Yes. So that's I love that little, Mine is, little uh, zippy tune. Yeah, it is kind of zippy. Yeah, mine is a number eighteen. Number eighteen. I think we're alone now. Not mm. creepy. You're sticking yeah. with the alone theme. There's yeah. a lot of aloneness. Yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. <clears throat> the mall. The mall chick. Yeah. The mall that's chick. Great. You know, I'm glad you said guilty pleasure. Yeah. So you're kind of off the hook with that one. But uh, 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 everybody have fun tonight. From the Mosaic album by Wang Chung, another mm-hmm. album Great I listened song. to just recently. Good album. Mm-hmm. I think they, they, they're known for this song. This is their definitely their biggest hit, but uh, they got some good music in them. You know, there's one that has. Uh, you know how things remind you of a certain time or a certain person or whatever. Uh, yeah. So Billy Idol, Money Money. Oh yeah. Uh, reminds me of when I was at uh, in Texas and in, um, in the army, and a couple weekends you could go to the club, right? And so. Um, this was always playing. People were dancing, <laughs> oh, not yeah. me, because it, it wasn't was... breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> but you could, uh, you know, as a as an eighteen year old, you could have a few diet cokes. And, mm-hmm. You know, sure, nobody sure. Uh, turned their head, and so kind of good, good times. But it nice. reminds me of that. Uh, here's one I hated, always by Atlantic Star. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And I think we we all would agree with that. But I did like number thirteen. Don't dream it's over. 
by Crowded House. That is a awesome song. Yeah. Uh, I know um, Sixpence None the Richer redid the song probably 2000-ish. Did a very good job on it. So I think they sung that when we saw them at that festival, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Well, you don't want to know, I didn't realize this song, what the song was called until I looked at this list. I always thought that the ABC song... When smoking signs is what I thought it said. Like there's there's smoking signs, not smoky sings. Oh, so I've had a little clarity out, out of there. There it is. This, uh, I and, like the song. And you now know it makes what more, it's about. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. I think it's funny how we got uh, just the full range, the full gamut here of the pendulum. You've got uh, Janet Jackson saying, um, "What was the one she just had? I just lost it." Let's wait a while. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, George Michael saying, I want your sex. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> you put the Well, maybe he's back. singing to her and she's singing back to him. Maybe Let's that's wait what a while, is. George. Yeah, it's a duet. Let's wait a while. Yeah. So here's one. Uh, kind of Maybe in, in another guilty pleasure. I've got a couple here. Uh, Head to Toe by Lisa Lisa and Call Jam. Mm, okay. Lisa Lisa was gorgeous. I don't mm-hmm. know what she looks like now. But back then, one. she's cute. That's all I have to say about her. Nice. Good song. <laughs> that's, all I got, that's all I got to say about I'll that. I'll say about that. <laughs> uh, you two have several songs on here, With or Without You, Stuff I Found What I'm Looking For. Um, yeah, it's the two singles that were released in 87 by them, so that's that's pretty good. Um, oh, Steve Winwood. Yeah. yeah. Finer Things. Good song. Let Me Some Mandolin Rain. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good Okay, we talked about that album yeah. earlier. That's that's a fantastic album. It's a great song. Uh, let's see. Uh, In Too Deep by Genesis. I always liked this album. Um, it's, uh, it's from, the album is called Genesis. No, it's not. It's called uh, it's Invisible Touch. That's right. Invisible Touch is that album. That's a very good one. Uh, let's see here. Anything else sticking out, boys? Little Levert Casanova, come on. That's a good song. Huh? 87, come on. No? You wouldn't feel him? I need to hear it. Oh, okay. Or I need to hear Rob sing a few more. Yeah, Rob's not going to sing a few more nothing. (laughs) Rob's banned from singing. Can I return to Genesis? Did you see them at Ohio Stadium? No, I did not. I did not. Okay. I would like to have seen them. I thought you were with me. No. Mm-hmm. Who was no, there? Was, yeah. Who was There's in that memory? People. Yeah. Hmm. I don't it's know. probably Patrick Swayze. It was Land of Confusion, so I was pretty freaked out by all the uh, <laughs> the, the, the clay <laughs> mason yeah, and bubbles. stuff. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Um, let's see here. Bon Jovi had several songs on here. One of Dead or Alive. That's that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Cutting Crew. I've been in love before. No, Never cool. liked that song. You didn't like that? <laughs> no. I like oh. Cutting Crew, okay, but I didn't like that song. Now, here's a here, okay, here's one last guilty pleasure for me. Love You Down by Ready for the World. Sounded a lot like Prince. Mm-hmm. Good tune. Ooh, wait, one more. Of, of all the songs. Yeah, a lot of these, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Brilliant yeah. Disguise by Bruce Springsteen. That's a good one. Got a lot of guilty pleasures. Well, that, that one's not really so much a guilty pleasure. It's just a good song. You mentioned the Midnight Blue, Blue Graham. That that song's been on '82. That's, yeah, I'm glad that made it. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that's song. A great song. Very good song. Anything else standing out, boys? You do know who he was the lead singer for, right? Yeah. What? Which one was it? Uh, 
What's it? Oh, yeah. What's I know cars? who it is. No, not cars. Uh, not the cars. Uh, not cars. Jukebox Hero. Huh? Dirty white, Zero, dirty white boy. Dirty white boy. Oh, four. Right? Oh, four. Yeah. yeah. He, he kind of, he said, you he almost whispered it. He almost whispered it, didn't he? Oh, four. Dirty white boy. Four. Yes. Dirty white boy. That's good stuff. So, yeah, 1987 was, was not, I don't think, the strongest musical year, but uh, had some good songs, good albums. Yeah. Um, it was no 1984, <coughs> 83. It was a some of my favorite 85 that was good years see that was your junior senior year and this being our senior year I mean I, Bon Jovi was just the, it was the soundtrack for a lot of stuff oh right? yeah it was. Uh, yeah <clears throat> I remember when uh, I saw an interview on MTV with with John Bon Jovi they were talking about making the Slippery When Wet album there's several songs that didn't make it uh, what they wanted to do is they wanted to they, they drove around playing demos of the songs and in a, in, a, in a car like they wanted to make music that sounded good when you're out cruising that's awesome that's what they came up with hmm. which I think they, they did, did an excellent job yeah, it's, that. I, it's, it's an anthem man it's just yeah. they were, they were, it's classic yeah. it was, it's synonymous for to me 87 I think that's a good number one for the year yeah. absolutely wonderful and I think he aged well I think John Von Dummies as an older man he's uh He's doing good cause. He's got the little kitchen and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, soul I, kitchen. Soul kitchen. Uh, I, I can get behind him. I think he's he's yeah. done well. Which, when you look back at 1987, you're thinking, okay, which artists are going to be relevant in 35 years? Mm-hmm. Like, he is not somebody I would have thought would, right. would right. have the longevity he has. And then, you know, you see other people... That you would think, oh, Richard Marks, and this guy's going to be legendary for Forever, years. Right. But yeah, not really. He's a good Twitter for, Twitter uh, follow. Is he? Yeah. Richard Marks is? Yeah. Huh. He's pretty sassy. Is he? Is yeah. he sassy? John Cusack's is got he? a mouth on, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, is, you, guys ever, you guys ever see the Iron Sheik's Twitter stuff? No. He He's hilarious. Like, he's like, he? he like, he has a mouth like a Iranian sailor. <laughs> Even though he's from, actually, I think he's from Minnesota. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's always uh, yeah he's very interesting. Just look up Iron Sheik. Yeah, trust yeah. trust me on that. All right. Anything else on 1987, boys? Anything we we left off? I think we've covered the year pretty well. It was a great year. It was a great year. It was good a vintage. Year. Good vintage. Yeah. 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 All good people. Graduated. We shut it down. So, that's right. Just like my school. Into school. I love that. That's good stuff. All right. Well, hey, next week, our friend Deborah is going to be here, and we're going to be talking about 1988. Looking forward Debbie to hearing. Deborah well, Gibson. Very close. She's coming back. Very close. Yep. Seems All like right. I'm looking forward to hearing that one. It'll be All good. Right. Yes, we will. Guys, until next time, take care. God bless you. We'll see you, see you next week. Nice meeting you again. Yeah. Catch you later, Vic. I can't wait.